What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Speed Limit 155 podcast. My name is Trey here in Arkansas, and we're joined tonight by our good friend Chris with Clover Tack. He's in Texas, East Texas, and uh, our history goes back, I don't know, gosh, almost six, seven years now, and we both have our main channels are, um, are more firearm-related and gun industry stuff, and we became friends and all that, and we both got a lot of different ventures going on in our lives, and uh, you can see that his avatar and, and all that says Clover Tech Cards, and one of his channels is a trading card, sports card. Well, not necessarily a sports card, but a trading card channel. So if you like cards and all, he does a great live stream um, every now and then on Thursdays when he's got time, and they do a lot of breaks and all that stuff. So what's going on, Chris? How you doing, man? Hi, man. So a lot. Yeah. Good to be here. It's a good night for a good night for a car chat, considering the morning I had. I guess. Yeah, that's right. You had to take the car <laughs> into the uh, the shop, didn't you? I forgot and about go, that. And to go into the dealership. Yeah, yeah. What all? What all? They end up doing anything or just basic checkup and all that? Um. Yeah, I don't even remember to be honest. I know it was uh, oil and rotate. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I want to say maybe. Fuel injection system flush. Okay. Maybe. Uh, yeah, just some routine, uh, you know, preventative maintenance type stuff. You know, t- taking that thing out on the road like we do, you know. Yeah. Um, Nothing majorly wrong, though, huh? No, 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 not at all. No, uh, but, yeah, taking it, you know, taking it out on the road, you know, one of the good things about getting it into the dealership and everything is they've got like a 68-point inspection, and that includes, you know, tuning on a computer and, all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff like that that you, you can't do yourself, unfortunately. Right. So uh, people well, out there might be talking about what car, and, and I know we talked about this in the last podcast, but if you didn't catch it, what car are you talking about that you guys are, are, are taking on as your road trip car kind of right now? Yeah, it's the Kia Forte ES, but it's a little, it's a little more than the Kia Forte ES. <laughs> yeah, it, it can a, go. It it's a go. disservice calling it that. You know, I actually found out something really cool today about it. Um, that, you know, we, you and I had talked, and we had, I told you, all the people since we've gotten that, they've tried to buy it from me. And every time I go mm-hmm. in the dealership to get service, they try, they just beg me to sell it, sell it to them and, you know, get into something else and blah, blah, blah. And they tell me they got, you know, people looking for that car. And so... I decided to walk around the lot today um, and kill some time. Um, you know, normally I'll. Well, you're going to you know, be there. You might as well, right? Yeah, normally I'll, I'll I'll catch a ride and I'll go somewhere and eat breakfast and all that. But I'm trying to do good on the diet thing, so um, just walking around the around the lot. <laughs> so sure, um, yeah. got to look at a lot of cool cars and then went into the showroom and, and of course you could really sit in them and, and play with them and check them out that way. And, and uh, one of the salesmen come up. I, I've never met this this particular guy, and we got talking, and he did not believe when I was describing. He's like, well, "What do you got back there in service?" And I told him, and uh, he did not. He absolutely, one hundred percent, did not believe that that was a twenty nineteen Kia Forte ES. He's like, "They that car didn't come with those options." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, my car Mine didn't did. come with those options, yeah. right?" And uh, it was amazing, Adam. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he, he got, um, so anyway, the service, I hung around there a little while after the service was over, actually, because, um, I drove it around front. They got the service finished and, and, um, 
pulled it out front of the service area and i'm like you know what i'm gonna pull up in the front over there and i'm gonna run in there if, if he's here if he's still there you know and uh it proved to him you know and so anyway i went in and he's like oh come out and pop the hood pop the trunk he looked up under he did all that stuff he's like i've never seen one he said i've never really? seen one and he's like have you got to go? Have you you got to get back to work? Or I'm like, like that color or some of the like options really. or what? Like the color, the options, like that package, right? The, right, sure. about okay. the package of the car, right? Because I know you and, said uh, last time is the, the the color is not a common color, the orange, the yeah, blue orange. So so here's the here's the breakdown. He went back in, uh, and he got on the computer, and I'm guessing he has access to Kia records and some different things and whatever. And he was looking some stuff up. He's asking me questions, and he's like, and I was like, I, you know, I told him the same thing. I'm like, man, I, I keep, three or four of your salesmen that hit me up every single time I'm in here to, to try to buy it back, and this that, and the other. And I'm like, but I never really paid any attention. I said that one of the service managers, when I first started taking the dealership, told me that basically it was a GT without being a GT. Sure. Yeah. And he said, well, kind of. And I've ridden in it, and I, I can see that. He said, kind of. He said, the they didn't, Kia did not make a GT until 2020, not 2019. And in 2020, Kia come out with three different GTs. They started, I should say, right? Started. They still make them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they make the GT line, um, which is a GT with a special trim package, basically. They make okay. GT... And they make the GT2. And really the only difference between the GT and the GT2 is a manual transmission. Okay. Um, like, like when you say manual, you're not talking about like the automatic. No, manual. we're not it's, talking it's, about paddle shift. An actual like stick. Legit stick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like a sh- an actual uh, shifter. An nice. actual shifter. Three pedals. Yeah. Man, and um, and so, yeah, no kidding. And uh, anyway, so... Basically, what this is, is they they were toying with the idea of creating the, the GT series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first in that GT series is what they call the GT line. That's basically the low-end GT. I'm not going to you know, say that I've got something yeah, sure. awesome or anything. So it is the lower lowest of the GT line. But he said, basically, Kia was toying with, around with the idea. This is the best info he could come up with quickly. In 2019... Going into that design year, right? right? Kia was was toying with the idea, and so they sent some models fully loaded as far as the EX model, like all the options, right? Sure. They put every option from Kia on it, and then they required the dealers that accepted them to put another six to seven thousand dollars worth of special dealer options on. Like you have to add this and add that and add this right. and add specific trims and all that specific stuff. things, right? From specific yeah. vendors. So basically um, they were just kind of like experimenting and yeah, seeing if, so they, if it went it's well. A, yeah, it, it is a it is essentially a twenty nineteen GT line. It's right. just it wasn't really built by Kia. It was built by Kia and the dealerships. Right. <laughs> and right. so on top of there only being a select number that were sent out to dealerships to have that done, um, there was an even smaller number in the color that mine's in. <laughs> like right. mine, yeah. mine is mine is absolutely the rarest color of of key any Kia's period. 
in 2019. And, and, being a, and being a Texas kid myself and a Longhorn fan, I do enjoy the burnt <laughs> orange. orange man. Yeah, yeah, it is a pretty, pretty yeah, It's color. just a cool color. It's easy to recognize. It is. You know? it is. And unfortunately, it's, it's a color that... Um, well, fortunately, you haven't had any problems, but it is a color that can be noticed relatively easily by the, poli- <laughs> the popo. True. This is true. Um, but it's okay. But, uh, no, we, we've had some fun adventures in that. Um, I get to ride in it every year when we're in Vegas. You drive to Vegas for SHOT Show, and uh, I get to basically hitch a ride for the week. But um, we've also taken some road trips and, and had some fun and all that. So it's, it's, it's a fun, fun car. Um, I've been doing something with the Jarhead podcast with, I call the pit where it's kind of rapid fire and then you're doing it with your podcast as well. It's kind of a fun little thing. Yeah. So I thought I'd might run through a little bit with you here. Um, manual or automatic manual. Yeah. New car or an old car at this point, new car. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I, that's a little surprising because I know that your history. But yeah, Kia has ruined cars. me, dude. Like I, I've oh, had yeah. a, I've had a, uh, I've had a GTO, I had a '68 GTO. I've had, you know, several things. Uh, you know, we talked about, I think, on the last podcast. As a matter of fact, you still uh, got the Mustang but, out there. Oh my God, yeah, I still got the Mustang here. I'm, I'm gonna get running and and back on the road and all that eventually and play around with. But, um. Yeah, man, with this Kia and especially looking into the Stingers and those Stingers, I did not realize. And I know it's supposed to be rapid fire. Oh, it's all good. Oh, that's what it's all about. But uh, the the Stingers are a hatch, and I didn't realize that oh, until today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. I've never paid enough attention, and I'm like, oh, oh I don't know oh, if I, oh, I've never paid attention, but I don't know if I've are, ever seen a Kia hatchback. They're a four door hatch, dude. It's interesting. Wild, yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, I, you know, I would have said pr- prior to this Kia, I'd have probably said, oh, right, muscle car or something. But, right. Ah, Do you like uh, convertibles or coupes? Coupes. Yeah, I'm not a convertible fan. Yeah. Sports, I do not yeah. like I do not like the uh, – and I'm ruining the past. I need to shut up. It's all good. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's a fun time to talk, man. This is a weird thing, right? I don't like it. now. If it's a convertible hard top, that's different than, yeah, sure. than a soft yeah, top. Yeah, soft right? top. Yeah. I don't yeah. like the way a soft top looks going down a road. It looks stupid. It bubbles out for the from the air pressure and the whatever. Yeah. And I just hate it. Now, if it's a hard top or removable top of some sort, yeah, uh, you know, that's a different story. But anyway, yeah. Um, I said, did I say sports car or SUV? You didn't, but it would be sports car, not a big sports fan of SUVs. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. And the last one is going to be um, dream car. If you could, if you had the money, what, what's a dream car? Man, right now, and this is going to sound stupid, but one of those Kia Stingers, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And maybe even, maybe even the 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 uh, the GT2 in that freaking Forte, like yeah. with the manual transmission. I'm uh, telling you, if if if, if Kia's listening. He is listening. Get a hold of Clover. He is, you know, he's got Will he's got a couple everything. different channels. He's got sponsorships Will. available right. for his podcast. Kia, right. come on with it. Bring it. We'll we'll shill for anyone at CloverTech.com, and uh, that'll, that'll get you in the door. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of supercars and things, right? Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know models and stuff very well. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize that. It's kind of like the card things you're yeah. talking about back in the day with in the 90s with vets and trans ams and and yeah. uh you know the countach and the you know 
9-11s and, you know, the stuff like that. Yeah. But the newer stuff, I'm not up to speed as much on that. Yeah. The McLarens you, are cool, but... McLarens are badass. I um, hear they're really, really rough. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're 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 race cars. They're, yeah. they're they're literal race cars that they try to put on the street. So suspensions and all yeah. of that, it's yeah. just not conducive. Um, and, and as far as like modern supercars, I think the the, the sexiest looking modern supercar is the the Bugatti. Yeah, the Bugattis um, um, are. I think they're just beautiful. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Lamborghini, like Murcielagos. Uh, yeah. Diablos are pretty cool, but the Murcielag the Mercies are just beautiful, beautiful yeah. cars. The Diablos I like. Yeah, Diablos are nice, but I, I think like my dream car. It's crazy. Um, I mean, I was talking with Chase about this a week or two ago. And we were just talking about different things, and he's he's a kind of a car guy. He's at he's got a link. He might he's I know he's at a show. He's he's working, so he may or may not. I think he and John are going out tonight. He work, he's so, working on that bourbon. Is what he's working. On. I guarantee he and John are working on something. Uh, and anyways, but we were talking and like my dream car, and it's crazy. Like the cheapest one that I found is like it's in like good working can not not like perfect but like you know runs and good it's it's like 175 grand most of them are well over 200 grand is yeah it's like an old like 1958 5758 porsche uh, 356 speedster oh. i love i love the old And I, I i am a convertible guy I, i've had the yeah um i had the uh the 1990 mustang 50 gt convertible um and i had that for a long 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 time until mm-hmm. probably about 10 years ago and uh, but I'm a soft top guy. Uh, no, I'm not saying I don't like a, a hard top convertible. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this: um, the, the convertibles that I've had in my life have all been soft top, and, and I, I love them. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: um, there are a lot of extra noises that come along with soft tops. A lot of, a lot of creaking, a lot of, a lot of wind. Oh yeah, not necessarily yeah. wind noise inside, but you know, you can hear the wind, especially at higher speeds. A lot more than you can in a hard top because there's really nothing blocking, right. you know. Right. Well, and there's a little bit of insulation in a hard top too. I mean, uh, not a there's lot. A, there's, a, there's a lot more than a soft top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but I think I think that if if I had a dream car and I had the money for two hundred thousand dollars, yeah, I could go get me a Porsche. I could go get me. I could go get me probably a a ten year old like Murcielago or Diablo Lamborghini for a couple hundred thousand. That's in decent running order. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think if I had to, it sounds crazy. But I'm looking. Well, you know, you're, you're talking like that old three five six. You're talking like a, a one point eight liter. You know, yeah. pushing yeah. maybe a, maybe one hundred and fifty horsepower, and you're turning that. You're, you're taking that over a six hundred horsepower Murcielago or a, yeah. a, a you know a Porsche GT3 or something. It's crazy, but I think yeah, that that's there's something yeah. sexy about that, man. You're, no, you're I get it. James Dean and all these guys. These yeah. you know these guys back in the day drove that car. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, to take it um, a completely different path, but a similar yeah. a similar surface. Let's say a uh, completely different road, similar similar top. Um, you know, I've always kind of wanted, or, or for for some time now. Uh, and holy Jesus, that the prices on them is is the problem. Yeah. Um, a a, a '70s model uh, Ford F. Uh, did they even? Yeah, '70s model Ford F one fifty. Okay. In uh, a super cab four wheel drive long bed. Oh, the long bed, yeah. The long bed super cab four wheel drive. 
uh, not the quad cab. Not a, not that a, was not a quad. Well, that was before cab. the quad cab, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was still a two door. It was just. Yeah, uh, yeah I remember. I, re- I remember. This is like in the mid '80s, so it was yeah. probably like me a, a seven, eight, ten year old truck at that point. Yeah, uh, he'd had it the whole time. It was my my neighbor had one of those, and yeah, I think it was a beast, bro. I think it was an absolute beast. Yeah, um, but you know, I would want it. I would want it set up a certain way. So I mean, the odds. You want it jacked up or what? Yeah, I do. I wouldn't want it lifted, right? I would definitely want it lifted. I wouldn't yeah. want. Uh, I wouldn't want stock wheels and tires, obviously, on it. Sure. Um, Put so some motors on there, need, some need, Mickey Thompson's or something. Some type of, it would need some type of lift. Uh, you know, no, some good, really good, if good, rich all-terrains or something okay. like that, yeah, you know, sure. at the very least, right? So it still runs um, smoothly on the roads? Something that gets, you know, decent, you get decent wear out of them, maybe, yeah. you know, and that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, it's not, not for a mud, we're not talking a mud truck. Like, a mud buggy, I mean, sure, I mean, if you found a beater of some sort, yeah. I mean, make a mud buggy out of that. But we're talking about cherry, redo the interior, redo, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff, and you're not going to want to get that in the mud, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I you know, they're... 40 50 grand you know you get really? on like yeah you get on like ebay and look at those 70 model fords and wow. stuff and i mean they are so for and and that's pretty much restored you know factory type condition you yeah. know fords right or, or pickups um you know beaters obviously you can find a beater or something like that but if you got to do a ton of body work and you got to you know do all this other stuff um right. but man those are just <laughs> Though you don't, there's something you don't see. You don't see yeah. this, the super cab. You see a lot of seventy models around still, but you don't see the super cab four wheel drives very often, yeah. especially the long beds very often. I tell you, speaking of pickups, something that I I I, 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 I like pickups. I've never owned one. I, I almost bought one a few years ago. I almost bought a Tacoma. Um, oh yeah. Decided yeah. decided not to, but um, I, I just I. My lifestyle does is I don't need a pickup. It, it's, it, pickups are, I mean, I could, a Tacoma is going to start you at fifty or sixty these days. I mean, it's like yeah. it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And you're better um, off going Tundra, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I tell you what, the Nissan Titan's a good looking truck too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Titan's solid. Yeah, yeah. I've got an uncle's got a Titan, and it's it's rock solid, man. It's yeah, crazy. I like those pickup. things. But I was watching, and I'm not a huge fan of Leno at all. But uh, Jay Leno, Jay Leno's Garage is a pretty fun channel every now and then. He gets some cool stuff on there. And I don't remember, I was watching something, an episode, and I don't remember who he was going to go see. I don't remember. But he rolls up in like a 77 or 78 Chevy pickup. And it was decked out. It was all white with maybe like some maroon trim. It was actually pretty sharp looking. Um, But he had converted it to electric. And it was running like 650, 700 horsepower. I imagine so. Um electric it was going zero to 60 in like three two or something late 70s late it's like a 77 78 you can probably google jay leno like 70s electric pickup dude oh my god i mean there's no telling how much he spent although he doesn't care but um for i was like wow you know for him to i mean how much money do you have to spend to to uh, take that truck and make it electric is pretty and crazy, it, you know. And it makes you wonder what type of uh, range you get when you got that kind of weight as well. 
Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, it's definitely not a road trip vehicle. It's, it's yes. definitely drive around town and all that, and yeah. then make sure you come and charge it. He didn't say. If he did, I don't remember. I just remember. Yeah. I, I honestly, I wasn't listening to a damn thing he was saying except for like some of the specs of it. And I was like, oh my god, that's that's yeah. that's pretty cool. My, I, was, uh, I was impressed with it. But one of the very first vehicles I ever drove, and even drove to school, played around in the mud, work truck, you name it. Sure. My dad bought a. Uh, C10 uh, four wheel drive and nice. and uh, it was a seventy nine yeah if I'm thinking correctly um, white and and uh, man that thing was a beast golly yeah. that was yeah. a beast of a truck and uh, he eventually he he had it forever and I don't know how many times and you know engines have been rebuilt and everything else on right. the thing but. Um, but it, um, uh, he ended up trading it for, he needed, uh, ended up, we got into a bunch of tractors and equipment and stuff and, you know, trading it for a one ton to be able to better pull the, the equipment and stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, The one ton just, yeah, just done a little better than that truck. Not that that truck couldn't do it, but you know, the one ton's made for that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, there, there's those late late model Chevrolets. I'm not the biggest Chevrolet guy, but, um, you really start losing with that. Like, uh, either. you know, the, I'm okay in the, in the late seventies and then through the eighties, yep. you sure. know, but when they got into the nineties and then on up, I, they really kind of lost me. Um, and quite honestly, I, you know, with Chevrolet, the, the biggest thing that, that, that drove me mad with Chevrolets was transmissions. Like, yeah. um, you know, I don't know how many people I've seen with burned up transmissions from trying to tow or pull or haul, you know, with, with Chevrolets. Yeah, I don't know if that's something that were, were their specs, like their towing capacity, were they wrong? Were they just, I don't know. Were they, were they too aggressive the on some of those or was just the transmission just really wasn't that good? I don't know. Yeah, something with a, something with a mesh up from the transmission to the differential, you know, or something yeah. in it. I'm sure you could probably change something out or get some options yeah. to do something. And we're talking, we're talking when they switched over in the, whatever that was, late 80s, early 90s, you know. Yeah. Uh, switched over to that body styles when you really started to see that that happen with with Chevrolets and you know I was kind of indifferent up until that point quite honestly but you know I was I was really forward at that point I was like ah eh. you know and then it's hard to beat a Ford front end it's hard it's always been that way with twin I beam and you know on up and yeah. and uh, and AC man I Ford AC I've I've literally had Fords that have sat in pastures for you know a decade. Right. Pull them out, get them running, and, and you know cold. you kick on the kick on the AC and they blow cold air. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, and you're yeah. like, how in the heck, man? Like the the compressor hoses are almost you rotted know, off. You, you bring you know, that, and, and I, I never thought about that with with that that ninety Mustang. We got it in the ninety model. We got it in like ninety one, ninety two. I think maybe ninety two. Yeah, my dad did. And I get to drive it, you know, to high oh, school. Oh, it was cold air. It's cold air in the last night. And we had it until literally 10 years ago. Yeah. Because my daughter was turning 16 and her, her best friend, we had two Mustangs at the time. We had a 65 and a 90. Yeah. And we ended up getting rid of both of them because two of her friends both loved them. And we're like, okay, well, we're not using them, you know. Mm, Go ahead yeah. Let someone sure. else enjoy them, you know. Yep. But I remember, like, literally... Like from nineteen, let's say ninety, when that car was made, until like literally twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. 
like we never had anything worked on on the AC. That, yep. that freaker yeah. still ran cold. I didn't even think yeah. about that until you said that. I was like, yeah, we, yeah. Never, we never had to do yeah. work on the AC at all. Lord, man, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they do, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. And Mustangs are one, you know, don't take much in a Mustang anyway, yeah, to be no, honest. There's no. not a lot of room in there. You know what I mean? Low, low mm-hmm. roof and everything else. And so, yeah. um, you know, if you've got, you if you know, want to call standard, it a back seat, it's not a, a standard back seat. So right. it's, it's pretty compact. Right. There, yeah. You know, so there's not a lot to cool down, and they're and they're and Mustangs are fairly well insulated. You know, you talk about road noise and other things yeah, like that yeah. earlier. Uh, you know, fair for the size that they are, for the size and the weight that they are. And we're talking, you know, older stuff. I don't know anything about necessarily the ones made in the last few years, but either uh, I've never been in one of the new models. Like you know, early mid early two thousands on back anyway mustangs i've got quite yeah. a bit of experience and and they're typically they're, they're not that bad they're fairly quiet except for the convertibles like you mentioned sure sure uh you know they're fairly quiet yeah there's there's always something like i said i love convertibles there's a lot of extra noises and i guess i'm just so used to because i've always <clears throat> i've always kind of had a convertible in my life since i've been driving yeah and so i'm just kind of yeah. used to it like even like the bmw it's it's got little little noises inside when you're driving i i, I don't pay attention to well my wife will sit there and say it's kind of loud in here i'm like well i mean yeah i guess yeah you know <laughs> well and and you'll remember this i mean we uh i forgot what we did we had to run do something was it pick up somebody from the airport i can't remember what we had to do but um when we were in vegas and i popped a sunroof and all. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and very rarely do I even do that. Right, um, yeah. I, I'm okay at night, but there's something about that. I, I can't handle it in a day. Like, I just, yeah. the sun coming in, it's weird. It messes, I don't, I don't like it. And so I yeah. think that's probably why I'm not big on convertible. I don't know. I just something I've always, I've always loved. So I grew up, see, my dad, I, I grew up with my dad having uh, a bunch of Datsun Z cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a 240, 260, then 280ZX. Well, 280ZX, I don't, I, I remember, I remember very, very little about the 260 because um, I was really young, um, like, you know, less than five, you know. And, um, but I remember the 280ZX. We had that up until I was probably like 14 or 15. Right. And that was, those had T-tops. And he always, like, my dad was gone every week. So he, he left every Monday morning and traveled and then go home by Friday. But on weekends, he always had that out. He always had a T-top socks. And in Dallas, it hardly ever rains, especially in the summertime. It's just blazing hot. Right. So he always had a T-top soft. So I kind of grew up with kind of like, it wasn't a convertible, obviously, but that, just having the sun open in your top. head and open yeah. top and, and having the wind blowing. And so I just, that's kind yeah. of, I guess that was my the beginning is those old T tops yeah. in the, in the, in the Z car, you know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yes, I thought is. about, uh, at one time <clears throat> I forgot what I, I was doing, but I was doing something. I had something done and it was, uh, one of my Daytona Shelby's that I had, I had two of those. Yeah. And one of those, one time I was in pet boys and I, oh pet boys and i know yeah yeah, yeah. Are they still around manny mo and jack uh, not here in arkansas are they, are they as, still around down there i think so i think okay, so. i just haven't seen a pet boys forever i don't know that but i think so right um, but uh you know i was there doing so- oh i remember what it was it was it was i was getting a uh uh like a holly holly 650 or holly 750 i was picking up one for 
something. Some engine I was building for something. I don't know what it was at this point. Um, but anyway, we we they had one and uh, was went in to get that, and they were uh, went in through the service entrance or whatever. Went in that way because it was didn't have to walk all through the store, and they were cutting the roof of a car. And I'm like, what in the world are they doing? And they were putting t tops in a car. They were cutting the roof? Okay. To, they were literally t-tops. cutting the roof and all to install T-tops. Interesting. And I don't remember this. I don't remember what car it is, but I remember going, y'all, you can do that? And they're like, well, yeah, yeah. we can do that. I didn't know and, you did. uh, And I contemplated, uh, you know, and ultimately the the cost versus I really didn't care for the open top experience. Yeah. But yeah. I contemplated having them do that to uh, to one of my, to my whatever Daytona I had at the time. Um but it was. I don't know cheap. if I've ever it seen a Daytona that ever had T tops. So it wasn't cheap. I don't know that up until. Hey, I'd be lying. That's like I don't think up until maybe in the early nineties they may have started doing that factory. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know what? There may have been some older, older ones. T tops were a big thing. One. They were. T tops yeah. were a big thing in the eighties for sure. Yeah. Well, you had. The the 280ZX came. It was one of the first ones that had the T-tops, you know, that you could get standard. And then, you know, the, the Trans Am, you know. Trans Am and, and, and the Camaros. I, I would say in the Camaros, but I want to say, if I had to guess, this is just me guessing, probably smoking the Bandit's Trans Am probably was one of the first people that, whoa, oh, that's sure. pretty cool, you know. Yeah. It's a it's a open air without being yeah. you know completely mm-hmm. exposed type thing, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Uh, I remember, I remember when my dad brought that two eighty home. I was probably I think it was like eighty two or so. So I was like seven, you know. And um, it was uh, the first car that I'd ever seen that actually like talked. Like door is open. Headlights yeah. are on, you know, and all yeah. that. Like, oh my right. god, what the hell? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. is before Nissan. And I, see, I don't know if Nissan ever owned, like, if they owned Datsun before and those are the Datsun line, or they end up buying them. I'm not sure. But this was, it was still, it was still a Datsun. Right. It wasn't a Nissan. And it was like, holy cow! And so I still have a very big passion for Z cars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, the first one. Is like door is open, headlights are on. You know, I, I don't. Rem- I don't remember what model it was. It was definitely in the eighties. Uh, first one I remember that talked was a Lincoln. That oh yeah, okay. Gran- my grandmother had a Lincoln that would talk, and it was mid eighty. I don't don't give me line on model. I don't even know, but yeah, it was a boat. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, yeah it was probably a Continental, I'd imagine. I, I was, may have been. I don't. Know. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I was. I've been contemplating the next car and, and, and stuff. And I'm, I'm one of those that I'm going to try to find a, a cool, I want to find a cool old car, like a 70s sports car. We can get for like about 10 grand, you know, and spend a little bit of money and, and fixing it up a little bit if I have to. But I've been looking <clears throat> at like an old two, 240 or 260Z just for sentimental reasons, honestly. I've got four cars I've kind of picked out. Uh-huh. And that one's one. I tell you, a car that I love, just love the looks of the old uh, MG um, MG MGB uh, Roadster, mm-hmm. the old convertible MGs back in the seventies. Those things are awesome. We're talking like a hundred and hundred and ten horsepower, oh, maybe yeah. yeah. hundred horsepower, but it's they were just cool as hell. Then you had like the Triumph TR six. 
you know, I found a couple of those for about five grand that are in decent shape. I don't know if they run, but the bodies are in decent shape, you know. And then there's a car that I came across while looking for a Triumph, and I had never heard of it before. And have you ever heard of a, a car company called Reliant? Yeah. It was uh-huh. over. In, it was a British car. Uh-huh. And I don't know how to say the name. It's like SCI something. It's kind of like a. I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like a sports car for like a Z car in the front, but it's got like a bubble hatchback in the back. It's kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, you know, I was, I'd never heard of it before. I never heard of the company Reliant before. And, um, I was like, holy cow, I was like a 72 or 73 model, and there's only a few of them, you know, that were brought over to the state, so they're they're a little more expensive, even though they're, they're not great cars, I don't think, but they're kind of cool looking, and I like cars that are just, like, different, I got different than everybody else's, you know? Yeah. But I don't know, I'll probably, if I, my next car is probably going to be either, I, I, I think it's going to either be an MG, or if I can find, the problem with the old Datsun Z cars, man, they're expensive as hell now. Like... You want to yeah. find a like a two eighty ZX that's in decent condition? It's like thirty forty grand now. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But I can get like a two forty or two sixty for like fifteen, maybe. You know, yeah, you know, you have to probably have a, a lot of miles on it, but uh, you know, right. I, I would it wouldn't be a daily driver. It'd just be a fun fun car. Right. I've also thought for forty grand, I was like, okay, for forty grand, you can get. Right. A a Porsche three five six Speedster kit car, fully built for you. Right. Well, it's they wrap those around. Uh, it's a VW Bug um, um, chassis, and you know you can get them for a little bit cheaper for like thirty five grand if you actually use the VW engine, like the old eighty horsepower Bug engine. But you can find like some different ones, like Subarus or maybe some like Nissan. People have just put some like modern, quote unquote, modern engines in them. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think the cool thing is, is like you get that kit car. Not that I would, but it'd be kind of cool to have. But yeah. with that VW engine. You know, that old bug, beetle, whatever you want to call it, beetle engine. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the old Porsche engines because it's mm-hmm. that old, you know, right, really crappy four banger, you know. But uh, those Volkswagen right. engines are for, for run forever. You know, right. I, I've actually seen bugs that have a million miles on them before, you know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I would never do it, but because I could go buy a bunch of cars for 40 grand. Yeah. And yeah, just have like fun that. with them, you know. Yeah. But I like doing that. I like I like looking at cars I can get for like maybe seven to ten thousand dollars and see what I can do with them. But I don't know. Yeah, the reason I ask is that there's there's a reason that the uh, you can't find Pontiac Fieros, and it's because they there's a lot of kits for those Fieros. Oh yeah, um, yeah, there are a lot of Fiero a lot kit of cars. Kits. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I think yeah. I think the Fiero is used a lot for like the Shelby. Um, mm-hmm. Kit cars, you know, it, it's used a lot for a lot. I mean, that's probably the most common kit that, at least back in the day, yeah, that you could find, and you don't hardly see any Fieros, and that's because either they were turned. Let's be honest about this: they yeah. either turned into kit were turned into kit mm-hmm. cars, or they caught on fire. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, the Fiero, I remember when the Fiero came out; it was called the poor man's Ferrari, you know. But they they look cool as hell, man. I'm not gonna lie; the Fieros they caught your eye when they first came one. out. I had a buddy that had one, and it was yeah. a, it was a very cool little car for sure. It really was, yeah. They, uh, it was um, it was kind of like I tell you what, um, 
uh, it come out about the same time is the Z24 Cavalier. My mom, my dad bought my mom in what was it, eighty five or eighty six. The Z24 Cavalier. Uh, Z24, not Z28. That's the Camaro, it, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know there was a Z24 yeah, model. Yeah, a Z24 Cavalier. And holy crap, dude. This thing was freaking, it was awesome. It was awesome. And it was, it was, a, yeah. And it, was a, it, was. it was a poor man's Camaro, basically. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Poor yeah, man's yeah. Z28. I don't know. It might even beat a, a stock Camaro. You might could even beat a stock Camaro with it, but. Well, it was probably a little uh, lighter and, yeah. and quicker. Oh, it was smaller. It was smaller, and and at that time, I mean, with the V six and what they were doing with the V sixes at the time, and yeah, yep. yeah, it's. I came across uh, on Amazon Prime um, last week, maybe uh, Prime Video, and it's a show called Scrapyard Supercars. You ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. It's a nah, British okay. show. It's a I never heard of it. It's a British show. I was like, what the hell? So I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. And what happens is this guy brings some kind of every episode's a, a different car, but he brings like some kind of a supercar, right? And this guy owns a junkyard there in, in in England somewhere. And there's two teams of four people, and each team that like, there's a track. So like the the episode that I watched, this first episode, the guy brings a Bentley SUV, uh, like 600 horsepower SUV. Wow. And the track is like an off-road mud hills and, you know, water and track. And he takes a lap in, the, in his Bentley. And let's say it's like 45 seconds. So that's the time to beat. And, the, and these team, these crews have four days to build out of a scrapyard some kind of car that can beat him on that track, beat that time. Mm-hmm. And... So I was like, well, this is interesting. So I was watching it, and uh, one team found a dune buggy frame. Uh-oh. And, but it had no engine. It was just literally yeah. just the frame. And so they're they're going around the junkyard trying to find an engine, and they end up finding, end up finding an engine that was like, a, I don't know, it was like a 1.8 liter, but it was... I don't don't get me lying. I don't remember what kind of car it was from, but on a on a dune buggy frame, you know, it yeah. you don't need a whole lot to push that, right? You don't. I've seen and, quite a few that have V6s. It's like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, oh, that'd be scary. Honestly, that'd be scary for yeah. me. Um, yeah. But they 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 built this thing. They had to like retrofit, like you know, welding things. They had to figure out how to get the fit the engine in there. So oh yeah, putting, it, it was it, it was nuts. And then the other team found a. An old uh, reason why I, I, saw, I started watching it because they found like a '95 Lander, which I had one of those, and uh, it ran. It wasn't running great, but they don't they don't need to go but more than a minute, right? So they don't, as long as the engine can last a minute, they don't care how long that engine lasts, as long as it lasts, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so they they built this because it's got four wheel drive and all that in the mud. It's like, okay, we need a four wheel drive SUV. And they said, oh, there's a Land Rover. I wonder if it starts. And they, they, they found a battery and hooked it up and it, and it actually rolled over. And so they ended up like cutting everything off. They cut the roof off of it. They took the doors off. Wow. Of it. They took everything. So basically it was a skeleton with this V6 engine in it. Yeah. And, you know, they had to, 
put a roll bar on it and different things. It was it was crazy yeah. to them to find these scraps and stuff and taking seats. They they took the seats out of everything and I found like some some Nissan that had like a uh, a racing seat in it. Uh huh. And they took it out of that Nissan and they put it in the Land Rover just to have, not in the Land Rover, but in the, um, what do you call it, the Doom Buggy, just to have like a racing seat in it. Because the, the buggy was just a frame. It had no seat, had nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crazy. And they're finding tires. They're taking tires off of other cars. Like, they're all mismatched tires. It's hilarious. And um, both cars actually ended up beating that Bentley's time. Wow. And it was kind of crazy. And it, it, was, it was a fun show because it was just like, you know, um, they're just literally at a, at a scrapyard finding stuff and figuring out a way to beat, you know, a, a $200,000 SUV, you know, and the next one I didn't watch, but the next one he brings a, a land, uh, he brings a, a Lamborghini. And I want to say it was, as a Diablo, I think. And so they had to build a supercar to beat it. And I didn't, I didn't watch it. Um, I did, I, I did, I didn't start the next one, but. The preview was a Lamborghini, so I might have to go back and watch. It was kind of cool. It's kind of fun to watch people get get weird and say, "Look, we don't have to build a car that we're going to drive to the grocery store. We just need to last forty five seconds to a minute, and if it breaks, it breaks." You know, right? Yeah. Um, it was kind of yeah. cool. It was kind of cool to, to watch that, but I never heard of that show before. But it was kind of fun. But. It's kind of like we were talking about, you know, the quarter mile. You yeah. know, a lot of those guys will build one as long as it gets down the. That's right. Gets down the strip. They don't care. You know, it's like, that's right. Yep. Yeah. They had a. <laughs> so one of the channels that I watch on the, from the car side is it's called Tavarish, and you brought the McLaren. Yeah. And he he found a McLaren that was absolutely destroyed in a wreck, and bought it for like fifty grand. You know, it's it's kind of scary admit that a completely totaled like completely total destroyed right. McLaren right. is still 50 yeah. grand, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, uh, what few parts are salvageable, you know, right. I'm sure worth that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, he ended up putting about, uh, I don't know, about 200,000. He, he had about a quarter of a million dollars into it when he finally got it done. And it ended up taking it to SEMA and it's a beautiful car. And, um, you know, it's a million dollar car now. Um, but it was so funny because I was watching it. I was watching an episode like when he finally got done with it, and it was his first test drive with it. Mm. And he took it out, and um, he blew the engine. <laughs> After all, it took him like a year to get that thing done, and he yeah. blew the engine. And um, so I don't know where that stands now. I'm sure he's yeah. having to fix yeah. it. But uh, yeah. that's that's got to be a, a terrible feeling. When you're in a supercar and you blow the engine on the very first drive, you know, it's, right. it's going to be, and it, it, it may, it, he, he thinks it's the engine. It, it, I mean, something's wrong with the engine, obviously, but it may not be blown. It just might something, you know, there's something might've been wrong with it that he can yeah. fix relatively easy. So right. be expensive to fix. Oh time. yeah. Yeah. No doubt. You know, when you're talking that stuff, I mean, there, there's really not an aftermarket for McLarens and Lambos and all that. You just got to get it from Lambo yeah. or McLaren or Ferrari and all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, I I was uh, I forgot what I even was doing. I went and went for some reason. I was visiting my buddy one time. It's been quite a few years ago. Uh, it works at the uh, local Ford place mechanic there. Yeah, and um, I went to see him for something. I don't know if he's asking a question or 
maybe I'd worked on a gun I was dropping off for him. I don't know. Yeah. I was doing something. And uh, they had a brand new, and this was, like I said, this was maybe five or six years ago, but um, had a brand new uh, one-ton Ford Power Stroke okay. up on the up on a, a lift, and there was a crate underneath it. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, engine, right? That's not I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, that's a brand new truck. And he's like, yeah, it is. And he's like, it's warranty. He said, they're, they're talking about the dealership and Ford and whatever. Right. Like, not happy. He's like, not happy about it. He's like, that's a $28,000 engine. And we're talking about just a Ford. $28,000 engine for a yeah. Ford pickup. Yeah, we're just talking about a Ford one ton, you know, power stroke, right? Like, you know, uh, brand new, obviously, or whatever, but, you know, $28,000. That's what he said, anyway. $28,000. It was. Is it is it a special engine, like an upgrade engine, or is no, that no? Like it was just not engine? that I could I couldn't t- no 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 no. It was whatever come in their factory, right? Like yeah. right. But what I'm saying is, I mean, it wasn't like it was. They hadn't done any upgrades to no, the no, engine. No, no, it's no, just no no no. Was, they, they were replacing the, the they were replacing holy the engine cow. that came in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. holy crap! No wonders if that's the cost of the engine. No wonder, like that truck's. Eighty thousand dollars, yep. probably starting price. You know, yep. new. Isn't it crazy these days know, that pickups are, are eighty? I mean, there's, yeah. there's some pickups like, that are hundred thousand dollars, and it's like, what? In if the, the world? engine itself is twenty eight thousand dollars, like, yeah. obviously, you know. Um, I'll tell you something that's jacked up today. That that I was a, I was a little upset. So uh, we were talking about we were talking about for a little while trading in the the Kia, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was just curious, so I was looking at some sticker prices. There's two stickers on every vehicle on that lot, and I didn't even notice it until the sales guy I was talking to pointed it out. Yeah. And so I looked at the sticker price, and I'm like, you know what? If you if I, if I can make enough off of selling this one and apply it to this car here, this right, new yeah. one, I'm like, this wouldn't be that bad. And he's like, uh, yeah, but there's extras. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, over here. And I'm like, what is all of this? And it was like four thousand. It added like four grand to the price. What? And I'm like, he's like, is it oh, stuff that they did or stuff what? that the dealer does? And it's like uh, some special coating they put on the paint and they get them in and the yeah. and I'm like, so like, not being ugly. And you don't have a choice that they they've already done those upgrades. Well, I guess if you want to buy that car. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And and what I'm, I'm like, saying is, 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 is they've already done it. Every it's not car like they haven't lot. done them yet. Yeah, no. Yeah, every yeah. car on the lot had that extra sticker. Because I, I, I seen the extra I sticker. I wonder how much I of that just, is bullshit. You I know? thought it was an emissions sticker. I, I didn't pay any attention to sure, it. Right? I was yeah. looking at the normal sticker that, you know, you, you see. Um, so every car on the lot had that. And I'm like, you know, not being ugly, but, you know, when y'all take the MSRP, yeah. Right, and you want the MSRP like no other business charges the MSRP. Right. right, and then you want that, and then you taxed up on top of the MSRP. Like, not being ugly, but how do you sell a single car? Like, and the answer to that is payments, right? High interest in payments. Well, and, and they're hoping that you finance it through them. Yeah, um, and that's yeah. what they really are hoping. You know. Yeah. You know, they can they can get you even without really high interest, you know. I mean, 
you know, you look at it, oh, well, it, it doesn't matter that I'm paying five or $6,000 over sticker price because it's only going to cost me $400 a month or whatever. Right. It's like, oh, my God, for seven years, though, or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Like, you know, that's I remember when we got my, my wife's uh, Camry, and I had gotten through Capital One, which is our credit card that we use. We got a, pre, a really good, it was like, you know, like that's nothing like that miracle well yeah um, my experience with capital one i've got a really bad experience with capital one though but oh uh, well yeah we had, we had i had gone through and gotten a really like solid like one and a half you know percent interest on that thing yeah and, that's and insane so, for them yeah this yeah. is this is yeah this is hold on a second this is what 2016 2017 somewhere in there yeah yeah. And um, so I go down to the, the Toyota dealership, and, and she had picked out a few of them that she wanted. And um, so I was going down there to just kind of, like, you know, see what the best deal was and all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get in there, and I, I was going to trade in. Uh, I had a Pontiac G6, mm-hmm. which is a fun little car, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it was quick, man. It was a oh, fun yeah. Fun little car, I think it would go. Anyway, so I was going to trade in. They actually gave me a really good trade in on that. Uh, anyways, so they're like, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what's the best deal on this one? And they said this. He says, now, uh, are you going to be wanting to finance it in-house or whatever? And I said, well, I've got outside financing already secured. I said, but, um, I mean, if you want to take a shot at it, then Sure. And they said, well, if you do it in-house, we can knock off a little bit more. And I was like, no, I, I understand how a game works, you know. And he says, well, what were you getting? I said, well, I'm not going to tell you. You know, I'm going to tell you what I've got. If you can beat it, then great. If not, then I know what I've got already, and we'll just go ahead and do the deal. Yeah. And, and so he goes back and takes all my info and all that and comes back about 10 minutes later. And it was, like, below what I was going to get from Capital One, which mm. really surprised me. And yeah. I was like okay, let's do it, you know, so we actually got a little bit more off of it, because they were going to get, although it wasn't a lot, they were going to get that you know, one and a half percent interest, you know, for five years or whatever it is. Right, you know? right. And uh, so there, there's, that's that's the whole thing is um, you know, there are some people that just, it sounds bad, but they, with a credit or whatever, they don't have an option. They're going to get bent over on the interest rate. That's true. That is yeah. what it is. But typically, you know, if, if you go in, and, and this is something that I, I told my daughter, and when she bought her first car, she bought herself a Nissan Rogue, brand new Nissan Rogue a couple of years ago. And it was her first car that she ever bought on her own and, and all that. Yeah. And so I had her go through her bank and then someone else, you know, something else online and, and just see what the best rate she could get. Right. And, and then she was at the dealership and I said, then to have them, you know, they're going to ask you and, but don't tell them what you've got already, you know, but this, they're going to ask you, you know, blah, 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 and let them run the rate and see what happens. So it was really weird. She calls me and she goes, I don't know if they're like messing with me or not because she's, you know, at the time she's 23, you know, and, and she was going to get like a 6% rate or something like that, you know, cause that's just, it's what it is, you know? And, 
So she had the dealership running, and she called me. She says, I don't know if they're messing with me or not. And I was like, why? She goes, well, the best rate I could get was like, you know, six or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's about right for a 23-year-old with no credit, you know? Yeah. And I said, that's, that's pretty good. And, um, and she goes, yeah, they came back and said that, like, every now and then, like, when they, when they just roll someone's credit, like, Nissan, or I don't know if it's the dealership or Nissan in general, like every now and then we'll just like give a deal and she just happened to be one. They came to her for like three and a half percent. Oh, wow. And she was like, should I take it? Is it's like, is this a scam? I was like, no, I mean, you know, just make sure, you know, and her, her, her fiance, her current, you know, whatever, he was boyfriend at the time, but he was there and he bought a couple of vehicles before uh, and he was making sure he read everything. She's like, it's like half of what everyone else was. And I was like, I mean, they want that 3%. Like, you know, there's, uh, they're going to, they're going to, that's where they make their money is the financing of the car, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I norm for years now, you know, I go through one of two credit units because yeah, these sure. can't beat it. Yeah. Credit one units of the, great. one of the cool things that these credit unions will do is between Thanksgiving and Christmas, mm-hmm. they've got a Christmas tree, a pretty big Christmas tree in the lobby. Yeah, and of course it's got all kinds of ornaments on it, but it's got these Christmas balls that you unscrew. Okay, and if you come in looking to get a car loan, right? Yeah, you sit down, they run your credit, they figure out your rate, right? Yeah, and then you're able to go get a ball off the Christmas oh, tree and unscrew okay. it, and it'll tell you how many more percent you get off or whatever you can get off, and it can, oh, it's like wow, it, in point, cool. so anywhere from point one. All the way up to one percent off. Yeah, I mean that's right? that's big. So you could get like a two and a half, and then you could go get it and end up with a one and a half percent, yeah. or you yeah. may end up with a half, and you may end up with one percent, or you know whatever it might be. Um, but that's pretty cool. But yeah, one of the things that that's crazy um, is I can remember well two things actually. I can remember when. Like three years was the standard for a car note. Oh like, yeah, that absolutely. was it. And yeah. then and then somewhere along the line it went to five became standard. Yeah. And now six is pretty much standard. And I'm even seeing seven and eight. Like my brother has a has a Dodge pickup. Yeah. And it's on a freaking eight year note. Like. Wow. But it's insane. Like well, an eight year note, but it's a. It's a seventy thousand dollar truck. Or yeah, something. I mean, I, I you can literally buy. You can buy a me. house in this part of the country. You can buy a house for that. I kid you not. My my, I call them neighbors across the street. I think I've, t- I've talked about this before on probably other shows. But they've got nine acres. They've got a house with, uh, it's three bedroom, two bath, and then they've got a two car garage with a one bedroom, one bath apartment above it. Yeah. tons of storage in the in the bottom part. Sure. Um, and it's seventy two grand. Yeah. So yeah. his truck costs more than that two basically two houses and land and nine acres. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. right? That's like nuts. how in the world? But what I was gonna say where a lot of people get messed up is and this I always told my kids this, like, do not one of the quickest ways to screw your credit to really get in a bind and get in trouble. Is to is to pay too much for a car, yeah. Because once you pay too much for a car, you're screwed. Yep. Because if you you're pay too years. much, if you pay too much out of the gate, right, you're compounding interest on yep. 
the more money you've already paid. Yeah. You will never get topside on what you owe. Therefore, when you trade in, odds are they're going to they're going to tack money onto the note, yeah. which means you're even more upside down than the next thing you get. Yeah, and it's just it's the cycle that like you never get out of, and. Honestly, that's why a lot of people, I think, I think they get upside down and like they don't want a $60,000, $70,000 ride. Yep. But in order to get trade in, to get out of, right, what they've, what they've got, yep. they've got to do that. And it's like over time, the payments aren't that much more a month. Right. You know, it's, it's over time is when they get screwed. But then they don't realize that if I'm upside down going into this, <laughs> I, I'm always going to be upside always. down on this, and I hate that. Like, like I, I can't stand it. And I, you know, I've paid. I've either I've either gotten really good. And I'm this way. You know, I'm this way on everything I do. I'm a cheap bastard. So, <laughs> you know, I'm always looking for the deal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like whether I need it or not. Who would think I'd ever have a Kia? Um, you know. So you know, it's all about. But the you deal. weren't looking for it. It's kind of no, you, not yeah. at all. But it's all—it's always about the deal for me, right? Yeah, like, sure. like I'll make an exception. I, you know, I may not be looking for that. I may not want that. But good lord, if it's a deal, it's a deal. You know. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's just—that's the way I've been for the longest time. Like, you know, if I'm gonna, whether I'm gonna buy it outright, pay cash, and for the long time, the three or four Mustangs my wife drove, those were all cash and carries. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my youngest daughter, um, when. Uh, she bought her first car. Uh, her no, it wasn't her second. Well, no, her first car. We we did a we did a little bit of a split. She got so much, and then we put some with it. Sure. Her second her second car. Um, she got she got. I think you remember that she got a Toyota Corolla. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. she paid she saved the money and paid. She cash. got that when she got out of school, didn't she? I think she I think she got that right when she started working for Bluebell originally. I think so. I think when she started so. work to go to work for Bluebell or something yeah. like that, yeah, she did something that. like that. Uh, but does um, she still have it? No, no, no. no. She's she's traded that off uh, and everything. But, um, but yeah, I mean, she she saved up money and she was like, I want to go car shopping. And I'm like, all right, you know, this. Yep. She's like, you know, I've got. She had like I don't remember. She had like twelve or fourteen thousand or something in the bank. Great so down payment. Then we went around spend all that on a down payment either. You know, if you only she spent eight, she then. paid cash for that. It was like two years old. She bought and, the whole thing. Okay. And it was cash and carry, man. We went in okay. and looked at several. And uh, of course my buddy obviously it was used, but um my buddy actually worked at the at the car dealership. Uh was actually at a Nissan dealership. But uh she looked at some Nissans, we looked at several things and uh, drove that one, and, and I pretty much knew by looking at it and everything. I'm like, ah, with the interior, with a lot of the other things. I'm like, yeah, yeah I think she may go for this one. And I kind of told him that on the sly, too. And, and um, I'll tell you what, that old Toyota Corolla four-banger, man, that Toyota four-banger will run yeah, literally forever. Forever. Like, forever. Literally forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's still, you know. Early eighty, late seventy, early oh, eighty yeah. model Corollas on the road 100%. right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably four hundred thousand miles on oh, still going easily. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, I played. I played Sly a little bit. You know, he didn't know sure. she was going to pay. She was going to pay cash. Yeah. Uh, and so was able to to work it down. And uh, yeah, he he threw a deal out there, and I got. All right, we'll take it. <laughs> go, well, okay, let's set up the finance. And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to go get you a check. Yeah. And he, he, 
He gave like, me a look what, like it's like what's your cash price, buddy? He gave me a look. He gave me a look like you bastard. Yeah, like, yeah, yep. oh, you bastard. And uh, yeah. like it, he then said it now. I was like, we're gonna go get a check. So yeah, the I bank really, was the bank was right around the corner. So we just ran around the bank. She got a cashier's check. So you know, that's yeah, she, that's one of the biggest things that I told my daughter when she called me and told me she was going to go. You know, she wanted to buy a car and all that. And, and I said, look, here's the thing. I said, I'll tell you something that I was always taught, and it's the best thing you could ever keep in the back of your mind, is no matter how bad you want that car, you have to be willing to walk away. you got to be willing you to walk away. You have to be willing to yeah. walk away and lose it. Not just walk away as a joke, but actually walk away and, and lose that car because you'll find something down the road, you know? Yep. And yep. Uh, when I was buying my wife's Camry, yeah. Um, I was down there, like I said, he was going through all of this. And before we got to the point where we were talking financing and all of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were negotiating the price. And this one has like the, spe- it's a special edition, had like the nice oh, seats. Yeah. And it, oh, it's, yeah. It's a nice, I think you've been in it before. Yes, yeah, the one you got it's a now, nice, right? Yeah, it's a nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really, really nice, yeah, it's a really nice. Really, really nice Camry. Yeah. But we're, you know, I was just trying to. You know, part of me is I enjoy the game, right? So, yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, I was, I was probably willing to pay what the last offer was, and uh, but I was like, you know, yeah, I, I, I can go down the road and, and and find Camrys all over the place, you know, and yeah. this, that, and the other. And yeah. he was like, I just, I don't, I don't think I can do it. And I said, I tell you what, man, and I, I, I took out uh, a business card and I wrote my cell number down on it. Uh, and I was like, I live 45 minutes from here. I'm out of here. And I said, I'm going to give you about 15 minutes because once I get 15 minutes away, I'm not coming back. Uh-huh. I said, so you figure out who you need to talk to. I'm heading home. And if you want this deal, then here's the number. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, you know, and he, I don't think he thought that I was actually leaving. So I went out and literally got out. Yeah, in my right. car and I took off yeah. and I was I was like literally heading back home like I wasn't just driving around you know waiting for him to call I was actually you know this yeah screw it I'm yeah. out so I was yeah. heading home and I got about 10 minutes away <laughs> in a little town and my, my cell phone rings and right. he's right. like Mr. Miller and I was like yep and he goes this is so and so down in Toyota and I was like hey how you doing and he goes yeah we, we, we can do that and I was like alright he says where are you I said oh, about 10-15 minutes away and I said you got close there man you know yeah, and I said I'll turn around, and I said uh, I have your word on that because I don't want to turn around and I get there and then you start adding different things. I'm like, this is the price. He goes, this is the price. I said, okay. So I turned yeah. around and, and it all worked out <laughs> just fine. Yeah, uh, but that, that's yeah. the biggest thing I told my daughter is is don't ever show that you really love that car. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you're willing to, you know, you got to show that you're willing to walk away and lose it. And, well, uh, you know, the car, if you're going to trade. Working with dealerships. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about like a private sale, I mean, that's a whole different issue. But the dealership, you know, Even you got to play the so game. You know? Yeah, you yeah. don't want to show you cards. No, way, no, no. But that's just the art of negotiation. But, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, on the trade in side, you know, um, you got to love the thing, right? Like, like, don't. Go in. Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta get out of this piece of junk. Don't right. ever do that. Oh, you gotta love the car that you're in, you know. Oh, uh, and I'll tell you, I learned my lesson on that. I, you know, I told you I had that that uh, Nissan Hardbody four x four. Yeah. And when I got first new vehicle I'd I'd ever bought was uh my '98 F one fifty. Yeah. And um, I went to. I did not go to the Ford dealership. Uh, in 
in town where I worked. Um, but I went to a bunch of other Ford dealerships looking at, at F one fifties and I didn't want anything I didn't want anything fancy. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh really didn't. Uh more it was more work truck, you know, that sort of thing anyway. Uh wanted manual transmission. V six was fine. I did want an extended cab, you know. Uh didn't care if it was long bed, short bed. Sure. Really yeah. didn't. Trim package. I could care less on any of that. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I went to dealerships all around because I'm like, I can go over there on lunch or whatever at any time. I can go here right. now. So I'm going to go shop these other places. And man, I they I, I quickly learned my lesson because they were crapping all over my little Nissan pickup. And it's like that thing was jacked up. That thing had roll bars and KC lights. It had, yeah. you know, I mean, it wasn't the prettiest thing in the world. But it's like, come on, like right. you know, um, this isn't it, stock. It had you know? a, it had a winch. <laughs> you couldn't tell me for a second that if they put that out on a lot, they would not sell that pickup. Sure, they would yeah. find especially, somebody, especially in East Texas. You know, yeah, somebody looking for a hunting buggy. They might yeah. not get somebody that gets it for a daily driver, like I was yeah. doing with it, pretty much. But you know, you can't tell me for a hunting buggy or anything else. So, so. Right. There was no way I was going upside down on that. Like, no way I was going upside down on that. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it took a couple of, of dealerships going around to a couple to finally figure out how to play that game of, of really talking up what you've got, right, and not letting them crap on it, you know. Um, and I went into the, the dealership in town and – Went out there, and I didn't even mention a trade. Did not even mention a trade. And uh, was looking at one they had out there on the lot. A salesman come out, and uh, I'm like, yeah. I said, I think, that's, I think that'll do. I think that uh, this one will work. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a good one. He said, this one come in. He says, pretty good deal on that one. He said, this was a special order. Uh, I've got this thing about buying vehicles from dead people, apparently. <laughs> Um, it's kind of creepy. We'll get we'll get into that story maybe some other time on All some right. other podcast. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about the uh, the I see dead people vehicles thing. Oh, um, but anyway, this was uh, this was one that had been special ordered. The guy passed away before it came in, and the family did not want it. Did not oh, say, just okay. don't worry about okay. it. Like we so the, it the, off, the guy yeah. never actually drove the thing, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it had just come in, and it had that 18 or 16 miles. I don't even remember, something like that. I, don't, I mean, it was backed off the truck, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, the guy had uh, special ordered it the way it is. It had no carpet, uh, which I was okay with. It had the rubber, you know, stuff. Um, and uh, it had the... Uh, um, it had the two tone, the two tone paint, um, uh, uh, maroon over, over tan, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, two tone paint. Is this the one you have now? No, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 Because no. your one you have now is kind of maroonish too. If I it is. It's, the, it's, it's, it's really the same exact color. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, is, okay. which is crazy that that happened. But yeah. Um. Anyway, so this was a, a ninety eight. The one I got now is oh six. Um. But anyway. Um, I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. He said, that's, you know, that's why it's a pretty good deal. And I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's go, uh, let's go talk about it, you know? And, and, uh, or, well, no, I said, uh, let me, let me go drive it. Anyway, I drove it, come back. And, uh, I said, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. And so anyway, we talked about it and, and, and it was, it was a pretty good deal. It was one of them things where, you know, 
without any money coming off on a trade, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to be upside down. Like I, I knew secured financing wouldn't be a problem. Right. Uh, you know, I'd be able to get out it from under it if I had to. And that's a very important thing to, oh, yeah. to when it comes to a vehicle. You never know when you'll lose your job or something yep. will happen. And, you know, you, 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 25,000 on a car, I mean, being yep. able to sell that for 22,000 ain't going to work when you ain't right. got a job. You've got to at least get, Twenty five thousand for it. Right. Uh, somebody that'll take over payments or whatever. Anyway, so and a bank's got to be able to finance it. That's the other this thing you got to think of. This it's not that it's not that you know that person's not willing to buy it, but if their bank's not willing to go but twenty two on a on loan value. Right. But anyway, uh, so he got it kind of squared away, and uh, I was like, oh, uh, by the way, I got a trade. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, well, uh, um, uh, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, let me, let me go see if I can find my trade. And he was gone forever. His, his yeah. guy that takes in the trade. And uh, anyway, guy come out, <laughs> and and uh, the trade guy, it, it was funny because the trade guy also, the trade guy knew that he knew that I knew that that I had played the dude. You know? Sure, sure. He was like, he he just he. The way he talked to me and with the look he gave me was like, well played, well played. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I can't uh, say this publicly, but well done, sir. Yeah. yeah. So, so we went out, we went out and was looking at it, walking around it, and they, they started that same bullshit, quite yeah. frankly, that like the other day. I'm like, look, I'm like, look, I said, same thing I told you here, like, you know, as well as I do, you know, you take this back, the detail guys go, go over it right now. I said, yep. you park it out front. I guarantee you it won't last till the end of the week. Right. I said, yep. there's no way that if you give me what I say you should give me for this, what I'm wanting for this on trade, there's no way you don't get that money back. And right. then some. And then some. And, uh, you know, I was just, I was I was bullish about it. Bullish. Did, he, like did every the trade guy agree with they you? They did. They, they nice. did. The trade guy, the trade guy um, said, yeah, let, let's, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. And so, um, anyway, I, I couldn't do it. It was close to the end of the day and I had to like come back the next day or whatever. But, um, yeah, it broke my heart getting rid of that one. They saw that was a fun little pickup, but, um, but you know, I needed more room than a single cab. (laughs) He's not a hard body and, you know, needed something a little more comfortable ride and, uh, everything else. My days of of four wheel drive, that's, that's when my days of four wheel drive sort of ended was with that, but. Um, but yeah, you gotta, like you, you were talking about earlier, you got to, you got to play that game. You got to learn yeah. to play that game. Cause if you, if you ever let them get you, cause that's their job is know, to get you. They're not, you know, that's their job. I mean, their like, job is to maximize can, what they can and do. Let's, let's be honest. Like they can't, they can't lose money or break even on everything they, they sell. Right. Right. right? They can't keep the doors open that way. We know that. Um, but especially if you ever work for a dealership and I've worked for, a few, several, maybe what, two or three. Yeah. Um, if you know, if you've ever worked for a dealership, you know the kind of markup they got. Especially in used you know, cars. You know sure. that. You and know. they're getting they're getting paid, even if, and a lot of people don't realize this, they're getting paid um, by GM, by Ford, yep. just for selling the car, even if they don't make any money off yep. of it. Yep. GM and Ford still gives them a bonus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll still give them anywhere from like a thousand to five, depending on the car, yeah. any or truck, anywhere from like a thousand. This was back in my day, 
um, a thousand to five thousand yeah. dollars just for just for selling it. Like they mm-hmm. sold it at cost at their dealer cost, and they knew they're they were going to get a couple grand on it. They're yeah. still making a thousand to five thousand dollars. So yeah. you know, never let them play you and get upside down. It's just not worth it. The most fun that I've had at a dealership, and it was the quickest transaction I've ever had. So this is like in 2009, 2010, and my wife had been driving. We bought a uh, – by the way, I don't buy new cars anymore. I buy them to be a year old. You know, oh, yeah. So they're, yeah. You know, I'll never buy a brand-new car again. I always buy them to be a year old. You know, they yeah. still got very little mileage, and it's still good, but it's it's a third of the price, you know. Yep. Anyways, so at this point, my wife had been driving a 99 Lincoln Navigator, and it was her favorite, still is to this day, her favorite car she's ever had, and it was a beautiful car. It was top line, leathers, it was just beautiful, but where I live now, like when we bought that, we were living in San Antonio, and it was two-wheel drive. Here in the mountains of Arkansas, and and you know the story of where I live, um, I need four-wheel drive, (laughs) and um, so... We were we were looking. And the thing was had you know, it had two hundred thousand miles. It was a ten year old car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, great. But my wife, I'll say this: my wife is immaculate with her cars. Like this thing was beautiful. Like it was still it was a ten year old car, two thousand two hundred thousand miles. But it was beautiful. what model was it? It was a ninety nine Lincoln Navigator. See my my ninety eight Ford, my ninety eight F one fifty. Yeah, uh, it had one hundred and eighty thousand on it when yeah. I sold it. And probably similar engine, similar frame. Probably, I'm sure. yeah. It, this um, was built like on an Explorer frame, you know. So yeah, it's probably yeah. very similar to the um, frame. But uh, and the kid I sold it to, I mean, he put well over two hundred. He had to have put well over two hundred thousand miles on it. Oh yeah. You know, it's still on the road now. Oh, I guarantee um, it. And and I bet so, that navigator is probably yeah. still on. Well, yeah. depending on who bought it, you know. Well, it's just true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to take yeah. care of it. Got to take care of it. She she takes care of her cars, man. It's just everything she does. It's just it's immaculate. So or you got to be selective with taking care of it. Like, true. You know, true. a lot of people dog on me. You know, I'm not the the best to wash cars and crap like that. Yeah. But mechanically, I'm gonna mechanically, take care of it. Like, absolutely. You know. So we decided that we were gonna get a four wheel drive, and so we went down to the Dodge dealership. And the, the the Durangos were the new Durangos and all that. back then they were the new Durangos were out the new style Durango and all was that. Was that when you got the white one? Yeah. And so it had just come off the truck and it was uh it was a demo, like a dealer demo, so it had like, you know, not a lot of miles on it. It was like a year old car. And it was priced really well. Leather seats, heated seats, sunroof, blah, 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 navigation, all that stuff. It was, you know, awesome, awesome vehicle uh, that you had the pleasure of working on, by the way. But uh, anyways, so um, so this is, it's, it's we're like, okay, I said, I think this is the one. And uh, a kid that used to work for me, he was my assistant pro at the shop there for a couple of years. He actually got out of the golf business and went to go work selling cars at the Dodge dealership. And so I was, I pulled up and he walks over like, Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? And, uh, and I said, he said, what can I do for you? I said, I want you to sell me that Durango right there. And he was like, what? And I was like, I want you to sell me that Durango. I said, like I said, it literally just kind of came off the, the, the vehicle. Like we haven't like washed it and all that. I said, I'll give you time to wash it and detail it but I want you to give me your best sell, you know? And he's like, okay. 
And uh, it was kind of funny because the kid used to work for me and all that. And so, you know, he, he gave me a good deal. Uh, I would have taken a deal. But I said, I said eh, you know, bro, here's the thing. And I said, I'm going to trade in the Navigator. He goes, wow, she's going to give the Navigator? I said, yeah, she really doesn't want to, but we do need four-wheel drive where we live now. And it's just, it's what it is. And he's like, okay. And I said, i tell you what. And I said, let's just cut the chase and let's, let's stop the negotiations and let's just, here's what I'm willing to do. And I said, I want it for X amount of dollars and I want X amount of dollars for this trade-in. If you can walk into your boss's office and tell him this is the deal and he accepts it, then I'll buy it right here. I'll cut you a check right here. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And I was like, well, okay. I said, I'm just telling you, like, you have not even put that in your inventory yet, and I'm getting ready to buy a truck that literally got pulled off the truck an hour ago. Uh-huh. And I said, that will be the quickest sale you've ever had. I'll write you a check right here. And I said, but I want you to go back and tell them I want the, I want the truck for this, and I want X, this amount for the trade-in. Uh, he was like, Phew. and I said, here's the thing. I'm okay with you saying no, because there's seven other dealerships in this town. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And I said, I'm going to walk across through to the gas station, get me a soda, and I'll be back in a few minutes. He's like, okay. I come back, and I'm walking across the street from the Exxon to the car dealership, and he meets me out front, and he's like, are you serious? I'm like, what do you mean? Am I serious? He's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he said, okay. And I was like, all right. I said, now here's what I want from you now. Now that I've got him to agree to it, he's like, okay. And I said, I don't need new tires, but I want newer than those. Right. You know, and he goes, yeah, we've got some, we got some, we can pull off. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need new tires. And I said, and I want this thing vacuum clean and detailed. And I'll be back, you know, I'll be yeah. back at like five o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, we can do that. And so, yeah. yeah, we did. We did it. But it was one of those things where I think that was probably the easiest I've ever done. I just walked in there and said, look, like, here's, here's what I'll pay for this. And here's what I want for a trade in. And if you're willing to take that, then you have a deal. I'll write you a check right now. If the answer is no, then there's no more negotiations. I'll, I'll, I'll walk away and, and I'll go find a vehicle somewhere else. And I said, Andy, yeah. I said, you know me. You've known me for a couple of years. Like, I don't, I don't like bartering. I don't like haggling. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I want to do. And you know I'll walk away. Yeah. So it depends on yeah. if you want to make this commission or not, you know. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, I, I know the owner of the dealership, so I knew he was going to say yes. You know, I was like, I, I didn't call him ahead of time, but if I would have walked in and said, hey, Mitch, what's up? He would have like, hey, what's up? And I was like, okay, I'm trying to make the deal out there. And he would have done it. But I wanted to let Andy know that, like, I'm not messing around. Don't try to, don't try to play your freaking, you know, your salesman yeah. games. Here's what it is. Yeah, and here's right. what I'll do. And if you can make this work, and, and he did. He came, you know, 10 minutes later. He's like, it's done. I was like, okay. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of a cool thing, like I said. Uh, that car literally had not. I mean, they probably had to put it in the on their books before they could sell it to me. You know, it literally was just they pulled it off the truck and was sitting out in the parking lot. Right. Right. And I, and I, I wasn't looking for that. I was just went up there to the dealership to see what they had, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good looking yeah. Durango right there." You know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "That's a." We had yeah. that until, oh. 2017, 2018 or so, and 
And we had driven it all over the country because, you know, the good thing about that Durango is it had that, that V8 and it, it had that Hemi in there and that thing would run. But we, at that time, when my daughter, like, was playing, like, like they won a national championship in, in softball and travel ball. And we were traveling from Florida to California. Like, so we had to have a vehicle that was four-wheel drive, but also it was like you could, you could, you could drive, drive it, you know. Yeah, we put right. a ton of miles on that thing. Yeah. A ton of miles over yeah. the years, and we ended up like giving it to one of her friends for like a grand or something just to have. Cause she she had had a bad breakup, and like the car that she was driving like was actually under her boyfriend's name. Yeah, and just being right. a prick about it, and I was yeah. like, look, you know, here. I'm yeah, that's ready to get a new vehicle anyway. Like that's when my wife wanted the Camry. Yeah, actually, yeah. we already we already actually had the Camry. We that's, had the uh, Camry. And that was actually what I was driving to work it and all that. And I saw right. I, had the, I had the Hummer and all that, but I wasn't driving the Hummer at the time. The gas was so freaking expensive. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so it was one of those things that that was the easiest one for me. It literally took 10 minutes, you know, to make a deal. So that doesn't happen very often. It was fun. Yeah. When I, when I sold the 98, it was kind of the same way that, that, that kid, it's the son of a son of a, a guy that I actually went to school with. Oh, okay. Uh, and a and a friend of my son, oh, okay. or, you yeah. know, or acquaintance or whatever. But you know, came down. I'd listed you know my ninety eight for sale, and uh, you know uh, had pretty much decided. I you know I wasn't going to take. I'd keep it for less than two grand. You know? Sure. And uh, <laughs> and they pull up. This uh, him and him and his dad. You know, pull up. Did you know they were coming uh, to look at the car? Or? Didn't didn't know. I didn't oh, know okay, what they okay. were what they were coming. If they coming to see my son, or you know, maybe right. his dad was coming to ask me something. I mean, I do see him around occasionally or whatever. But they hadn't called you know? and said, "Hey, we're no, uh-uh. no, no." Uh-uh. I listed it on Facebook, you know, and uh, it's been a couple of days or something like that, and and maybe that's not why. Maybe my son told him. I don't know, but uh, they pulled up. And they said, "Oh, we wanted to look at the truck and." like okay he's like yeah i brought my dad you know so he could look it over i said hey here it is there's keys drive it i said uh crank it up seriously that's something that happens probably in the south more than anywhere else i don't think that happens up in the north is people come over and say hey man here are the keys go drive it around you know yeah right i trust you'll come back Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah uh i said uh yeah i said uh run it around i mean a lot of dirt roads and crap around here ain't like massive traffic but anyway um I'm like, drive it. I said, uh, you know, let your dad drive it. I said, uh, you know, I said, definitely crank it up, turn on the AC. I said, you ain't going to get any colder air conditioning. You'll, you'll, yeah. you'll literally drive it down the highway, that thing. And I'm talking about 90 plus degree weather in Texas. Yeah. And of course, the windows were tinted on it, but uh, there would be ice on the vents. They would literally <laughs> wow. create ice on the vents in That's like crazy. 90 degree weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is insane. Uh, I don't know that I've ever experienced an air conditioner colder than that one. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, I might check the air conditioner, you know, it, it blows, you know, this, that, and the other. Anyway, showed him a few little things. I forgot what, but there was a few little quirky things uh, with it. And also told him, I'm like, look, now these things were really, really bad for the slave cylinder uh, to go bad. I said, but this one's got 180,000 miles, and I ain't never touched the transmission yeah. of the clutch ever. Yeah. I said, so you might be looking at a hundred bucks or whatever it is, because I knew his dad would work on crap himself. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, you might be looking at eighty or a hundred bucks, you know, to replace that slave mm-hmm. cylinder eventually, just so you know. Yeah. You know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they drove it, and they come back, and he goes, 
Well, you know, Mr. Dover, I, I, you know, I, I, I want it. If if I but I don't I don't have all the money. And if I give you fifteen hundred, will you will you hold it for a couple weeks? And uh, I said, boy, I said I tell you what, <laughs> I said let me go <laughs> in the again, house. Well, I, I I have a feeling where this is going. Once yeah. again, this probably only I happens said, in the south. <laughs> yeah, I said I said let me tell you what. I said let me go in the house and get the title transfer papers. Yeah. I said you give me fifteen hundred dollars and you drive it home and we're done. Yeah, I said if you if you want it, <laughs> you know, yep. I will sell it to you for fifteen hundred bucks, right. and you take that five hundred in a couple of weeks, and you put tires on it or you whatever, you know, uh, you know, spend, you spend that five hundred on the truck, put your new stereo in it, whatever, like you you spend the money, you know, on, on something else. And uh, anyway, and I was dead set I wasn't going to take less than two grand, but yeah, you know, I was like, you know what. How often you do know, you get it? You know who's going to. You know, I'm not going to you know. go. Yeah, I knew who it was going to. You know, I knew him. You know, like I said, him and his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it. One of the things where I had five hundred dollars wasn't going to make it. Right. Day wasn't going to make me a bit of damn difference. But right. him, it would. A young kid, absolutely. I mean, you know, take him a month to make five hundred dollars. Absolutely. Um, you know, just it's like just yeah, and I'm done with it. <laughs> Exactly. I don't have to worry about somebody owing me money because yep. what would have happened? This was my my thought with something like that too. You know, what if that would have been the case, right? Mm-hmm. And then he wouldn't have would been able to come up with the five, right? And it is sent there for all that time. Take, and yeah, then exactly. what are we going to do? Am I going to end up taking fifteen hundred for it anyway? Right. Or what happens if he, you know, he comes back and that doesn't work, and you know. It's just, yeah, it wasn't worth it. wasn't just, yeah. just, 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 yeah, we're done. <laughs> it was funny. So this is not a car story, but it's kind of a fun story. My favorite stories. So for those out there who don't know, I'm, I'm a golf pro by trade. And this is a, well, this is probably 20 something years ago. This probably 21, 22 years ago. The course I was at before this one. I was the head pro there. And we had uh, some new putters come in. And, um, this kid who's always there and, and I wish when I, when I left the club, I wish I would have kept in touch because I think that kid had potentially could have played in college or something, you know, and, and, I, and I didn't, I didn't keep in touch and that's my fault. But anyway, this kid's like 12 or 13 at the time. So he wasn't old enough, but I always, I always told him, look, if I'm still here when you're 16, like if you want a job here, like you're here, you know? And uh, so he would do some stuff like for a free range ball, like he'd go pick up different, he could pick up some balls or do some around the shop for me, you know, just to get free range balls and all the time. So it was a good kid. He's always there like almost every day after school. And during the summertime, like his dad would just drop him off at the club and then pick him up when he came home from work. He'd just be out there playing golf all day. It was, you know, it was, he's a great kid. Anyway, he comes in one day and he wants one of the new putters and new putters like 150 bucks. And he's like, he's like, Mr. Trey, he's like, can I talk to you? And it, he was acting different. Like he was acting all nervous. And you could tell that he'd probably been thinking about this for a, a week or so, you know, and trying to figure out what he was going to say. And I'm like, what you got? And he was trying to be all like, you know, grown up professional. Like he's like, I'd like to talk to you about making a deal. And I was like, okay, sure. What you got? And he's like, I'd like one of the new XYZ putters, whatever the putters they were. I don't remember what it was, probably Odyssey or something. Who knows? But. It was like a hundred fifty dollar putter, and I was like, okay. And, uh, and he's like, 
I, I've got this putter <clears throat> that I, I found in the garage, and I asked my dad if I could trade it in. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so I like to trade it in, and then like maybe set a payment plan or something like that, and and all this that. And I was like, sure, we can we can talk about that. I said, what what kind of putter do you have? <clears throat> and so he is this old, you know, seventies putter, you know. It was, not banged up. It was just old. And I'm looking at it. And I said, um, is your dad home? This is like a Saturday or Sunday. He's like, is your dad at home? And he's like, yes, sir. And I said, all right, go into my office, use the phone, call him and ask him to come up here. He goes, is everything okay? And I was like, no, yeah, everything's fine. Just, just ask him to come up here. And all that. And he was like, okay. And so his dad gets into his dad. Was his dad was a member. And, uh, and so his dad, his dad came up and he's like, what's going on? I was like, well, you know, so, you know, I, I say he comes in and he's wanting to trade in. He wants to putter. He wanted to trade in and all that. And he goes, yeah, you've been talking about it for a while. And I told him, Hey, you know, just go up there and shake his hand, look him in the eye and, you know, be adult about it and work something out, you know? And I said, no, no, he was, he was fine. He was very, you know, great. And I said, the problem is, is he's got this trade in putter. And he goes, yeah. I said, "Have you seen this putter before?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's 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 been in my garage forever. It's, I think I got it from a buddy of mine years ago. I never really did use it. It's a ping putter." And I was like, "Well, here's the problem." And he goes, "What's that?" And I said, "This is the original ping answer putter that Karsten sold out of his um, trunk before he started ping." I said, you see where it says Karsten Golf on it? He's like, yeah. And I said, you see where it says blah, 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 model number and all that? And I was like, he goes, yeah. And I said, now this is like 2001, 2000. This is 2002, right? And I said, this is a $1,000 putter. He's like, what? And I was like, this is a $1,000 putter. And I said, now I'll gladly take this in on a trade and give him that putter. And I said, but I also want to not screw you guys. I figured neither one of you knew what you had here. And he goes, are you serious? And I'm like, this is a $1,000 putter. And I said, where'd you get it? And he said, a buddy gave it to me like a long time ago. I said, I said, do you know where he got it? He goes, I don't know. And I was like, well, he didn't know what he had either. And I started pulling out uh, like magazines where they had pictures of it. Said, oh, oh, I would. my God. I, I yeah. wouldn't have a clue either. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And he's like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, it's, this is a thousand dollars. At the time, this is 20 years, some years ago. It's thousand. It's probably double that now. I said, this is a thousand dollar putter. And I said, I tell you what. And I said, keep the putter. I'm going to give you this putter. And he's like, really? And I said, uh, I shouldn't say I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to let you take it home and start using it now. And he's like, now, you're not 16, so I can't pay you. I said, but your dad can sign a waiver. And he says, what do I need to do? And I said, this is in like early June, so school had just gotten out, right? I said, every night, Monday through Friday, I want you to come up here and you're going to pick up the range balls on the driving range. Until I'm going to keep a running tally of how long you're out here and until, like, if I was going to pay you a minimum wage, 
you'll do this until I'll keep a tally of how many hours you worked until that $150 is, is worked off. And so the very next day, I said, he's what time going to be here? I said, be here at like four o'clock. He's like, okay. And usually he'd come out at like two o'clock and play nine holes or something, you know, before he worked and all that. Right. Well, the next day he shows up at like three o'clock and he was like, he's like, can I start now? I was like, well, no, we can't really start now because there's still people hitting on the range. And I said, but uh, I'll tell you what, I said, there's about four or five golf carts out back. Why don't you go take a host to them and wash them off? Like, okay. And I'll probably get in trouble if I, if I actually, for trial labor laws, but you know, but his dad, but his dad did sign a way yeah, of saying right. that he could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he worked probably, I don't know, the whole summer, basically until school started again. Maybe maybe a little bit before school started again, but he worked it off, and I was like, you know, that that kid right there, like he showed up every day, like he was willing to work. Even the days he went, like on weekends, he like, hey, you need anything done? Nah, man, you have a weekend, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, he did it, but yeah, his dad, he was gonna trade in a thousand dollar cutter, <laughs> and I, you know, there's a part of me sit there and said, shit, like I could have taken that and you know put that right. on eBay or something, you know, or yeah, whatever. No but kidding, I was like, man. you know, I was like, you know. Like, they don't have a clue what they have, you know? And I'm not going to take advantage of them. They're, they're friends of mine and all yeah. that. But I was yeah. like, you don't know what you have. This is a $1,000 pug. You want to trade in on a, a hundred? So I don't, I don't mind that with somebody I don't I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. You know if mean? they weren't members and I didn't know this somebody kid. Somebody I, I, I know, oh. like, I, I can't. 100% you know, if I don't know them, yeah, you, I, that's your mistake. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Like ah, I can't. No, that's that. the only reason why that deal worked out is because you know yeah. I'd, I'd known the kid and and uh, good yeah. kid, good family and all that. So I was, but yeah, all in all, it was just some guy coming off the street, and and that's why honestly, like today, like I don't take trade-ins on clubs my course now. I don't, I don't do, I don't sell used clubs. Um, now I've got three golf bags full of putters and wedges and stuff that were lost throughout. Uh-huh. And we always get rid of them. I always used to take them down to is a thing called the first tee. And it's, they let underprivileged kids play golf basically for free at this course down in Little oh. Rock. And, and yeah. I, so I donate clubs down there all the time for people that they throw like sets together for these kids. Yeah. So for years and years and years, we, we've always donated the lost and found. Like by the end of the year, if they haven't claimed them, they're gone, you know? Right. I've got three bags, three golf bags full of clubs, wedges and putters, just all sorts of stuff that we found this year, right? All right. And I'm seriously thinking about just putting them on eBay and, and selling them for 50 bucks a piece or 25 bucks Why a piece. Why not? Yeah, and you pay the shipping, so, you know, um, and just see, because I could, there's so much I could make on that, just, you know. But, yeah, if, if I don't know you, like, I have no problem taking advantage of you whatsoever. That sounds right. bad. But, uh, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that to someone that I know or a friend. Not, not even a friend, but friendly. Like, I know them and they're good people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have no problem working with them. But if I don't well, you know them, it's... Um, I'm going to take advantage. If you're going to make a fool of yourself, yeah. I'll let you make a fool of yourself. Well, I mean, I, you know, I was careful not to do it, you know, in, in a business sense, right? Because, you, you know, that, you'll also get a rep that way. But, Absolutely. you know, any, especially any type of personal deal, if I don't Yeah. 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 But yeah, you were talking about you know putting the tires on the Durango. Yeah. So the used car lot where we got this Kia, we bought. I bought multiple cars from them over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, multiple. And uh, 
you know, the fact I stopped in because I actually, you know, my website issues. <laughs> um, I actually uh, host their domain and stuff still to this day uh, just because he shifted it over to somebody else once before. Uh, and it cost us about eight grand to get everything sorted out, right? So he don't want that to happen anymore. So even though I'm out of, out of business doing that, he just insists, you know what I'm saying, yeah, sure. that, I, that I keep tabs on it for him. Sure. So anyway, and it's not a big deal. I mean, he pays the bills. I send him, you know, whenever yeah. they do. But, um, but anyway, I stopped by to tell him that I was having server trouble and that if he had any issues to be sure to let me know, you know, Did he have any keep, issues me, so far? keep me posted. He said he hadn't had so far, but Good. he asked Good. me about, he asked me about the car. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and so anyway, I went through the whole story, what we talked about earlier, but, uh, no, what I was going to say is when I, when I bought that car, uh, you know, I looked at it, he mentioned it, I looked at it, come home, talked to my wife, talked to a bunch of people, talked to the bank, uh, went back up there and, uh, he's like, well, and I'm like, um, yeah, I said, uh, you know, what was the price? And anyway, he looked up, he told me, like, uh, yeah, uh, deal. I said, uh, and I, you know, picked up my phone and, uh, I was scrolling through it and I said, uh, let me call and tell him to, uh, cut you a check. He said, I said, but before you do, uh, I said, you know, I don't buy a car without tinted windows. And he had already picked up the phone. <laughs> He's like, I'm already on the phone. They're going right here. <laughs> Tell them to come get it. I know you don't. Yep. You don't buy cars without tinted windows. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll get. I'll get it over there for you. <laughs> yep. you know. It's it's yeah. one of those. Uh, everyone has like whatever they have. Like the little the little yeah. things that they want out of a car. You know, and and for me, like I said, I don't want new tires. Well, I got, you know, what are we decent in the, tires? You know? in the nineteen seventies. I mean, come on, <laughs> right, like right. It's freaking you know whatever it was twenty twenty. It's like. You, you tent windows on cars like I it, it it boggles my mind seeing people drive around in new vehicles without tinted windows like yeah. seriously it's like do you realize the amount of you know work your air conditioner is having to do yeah stuff you know what I mean when it, you just you just tint the windows <laughs> or especially if you have like leather seats oh I mean, yeah you don't realize yeah. that that straight sunlight on leather seats will, will eventually you know crack them and you know, oh it'll it'll you're yeah. have to put conditioner on them all the time you know oh yeah 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 yep yep makes a huge huge difference but yeah yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah i've already picked up the phone i know what team it is Okay, that's the it. cool thing and we talk about some of the stuff it. that happens in the south that i don't i don't know that they don't but i, I suspect a lot of the stuff that we do in the south they don't do up north because they're not as trusting up there and, and i think the people down here are probably more trustworthy yeah. yeah um but more importantly you know especially where like you live and where i live now are small towns and yeah. You know, there's only three, four, five car dealerships around, and you know probably the owners or the GMs or at least the salesmen, all of them. Yeah. And right. after a while, you kind of, you know, especially if you go through cars and, you know, mm-hmm. and they get to know you. And and the, the cool thing about that is, is one, you know, there's respect both ways. I go into it, so I, knew, I know you got to make money on this. Right. But you don't have to maximize your money. Yeah, on every deal. Yeah. Well, this deal he didn't he didn't make money. I mean, I seen 
Uh, no, what I'm saying is, but I mean, but th- that happens in the is, South. Is yeah. is is they're willing to do better yeah. deals when they know you personally? But it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this was a deal where it was, but it was beneficial to him because this was at we just got back from shot, right? And, yeah, you rented and, a car uh, that, in, that in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got back from shot from that trip because uh, we got it in February, so we had just got back, and um, so right at the height of you know like income tax season, which is like the season for buying cars, right? Yeah, so many, absolutely. So many car lots have you know tax people in-house yep. right oh During yeah that time and everything else and the thing was he had this car that was three times more than the, you know definitely twice as much as most of the other cars on the lot yeah and yeah. you know it's just he's just like i got he had two to three times tied up in that car i should say which was still way less than it was worth yeah but he had three two to three times so you know even him selling it to me for what he had in it you know he ended up making more money, sure, because he turned around and put that into three cars, right, right, <laughs> that he exactly. could double his money on. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, you know, and there's no way he was going to double his money on that one car. So, no. you know, you're talking about um, selling your your truck to that kid, and you and you knew the dad back in the day, and your son knew him, and and it's interesting. Well, my daughter. Uh, turns 16. So my daughter is an interesting cat. I love her to death, but she's she's interesting. She's the only 16-year-old I knew that didn't want to drive. Like, she she just, she my enjoyed... Kids were not big into it, honestly. You know, she, no, no, she's like I am. Now she loves driving, but like, you know, it, it, when she turned 16, she, she was very okay with me and her mom driving her around, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. so, you know, we told us that, look, like, you know, you, you have basketball practice at 6 a.m., so I'm not getting up anymore and in, in, in taking you to practice or whatever, so you are going to drive. Anyways, so she turned 16, and, and we're talking about small towns and knowing people and all that, and so we kind of started driving around one night, the car lots, you know, because here's the thing, when I'm looking at cars, I know this is going to sound weird, I don't want to look at cars until I find the one that I want. I don't want to look at cars while the car dealerships are open. I don't want to be hassled. I just want to look around. So it was like 7, 8 o'clock at night. All the dealerships are closed. We would drive around and we just kind of walk around the dealerships and try to look at the used cars and see what they had and this, that, and the other. And then if we found one, then I'd go and talk to them later on. Mm-hmm. And we found a couple cars that, you know, she liked that were, you know, in the price range we were looking for and all that. And... Um, so the next couple of days I was talking to someone at work and he was like, Oh, are you looking for a car for your daughter? And I was like, yeah. He said, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, my neighbor has got a car and, and my daughter loves hatchbacks. So let's yeah. preface this. She likes hatchbacks and, and all that. So she wanted a hatchback of some sort. Uh, it's easy, especially it's easy for like putting softball bags oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, it's just yeah. easy. You totally. know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she's she all about a hatchback, which I think is hilarious for a 16 year old girl want a hatchback, you know, but it's what it is. I was okay with it. And so he's all my neighbors got one that uh, he's put out in the front yard. He put a, uh, the driveway, put a for sale sign on him. And asked him about it. And I was like, I don't know what kind of car is it? And he goes, I have no idea. It's a little black cube car. Like, what do you mean a cube car? It's like, I don't know. It looks like a freaking cube. And it's lowered. It's all blacked out and tinted. It's, it's a pretty sweet looking car. And I'm like, oh, okay. And 
And so the next day, he comes over. He was like, yeah, talk to him. And here's his number. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, um, he said he's going to put some stuff on Facebook. So here's his name. He said we can friend him on Facebook and, and he'll have some pictures of the car on Facebook. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I go on Facebook and I friend the guy and, and he accepts. And so there's pictures of this thing and it's a Scion XB. Wow. Yeah. And well, Scion XB and it's hatchback cube car and it's like I said, it's lowered, it's all blacked out, black tinted dark windows, black wheels, and it's 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 actually pretty sweet looking. And so I said, Well, you know, do you mind like my daughter doesn't get out of practice until, you know, let's say like five or six o'clock tonight. He goes, Oh yeah, yeah, just come up anytime. I was like, Okay. And so, um, we go over to the, this guy's house. My wife and I drive her over there. And we ended up knowing his wife. Like, I didn't know that she had remarried or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it was like one of her old teachers or something like that, I think. Uh, she was like, hey, Sky. And she was like, hey. And we're like, oh, hey. And all that. And, and so she's like, man. And once again, they said, here are the keys. Drive it around. Go take it around and go right. to McDonald's yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like Once again, that's normal around here. And you're used to it. But, like, people in Chicago or New York would never do that. But, like, here are the keys. Just go drive around. Come back in an hour or so, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so we went down, drove it around. And, and uh, you know, went to Sonic or something, you know, whatever. You know, just drive it yeah. around town and yeah. came back and. And, and she liked it a lot, and my wife and I liked it a lot. And uh, and so I was like, "All right." And I was like, "Well, yeah, I think she's interested." And I'm like, "What are you we asking for it and all that?" And he's like, oh, "We're looking for like ten thousand for it or something like that." And I was like, "Okay." And then all of a sudden, like his wife, who was like one of Sky's old teachers, like back in like third grade teacher, you know, yeah. so it's been a while, you know, all right. And uh, like a third grade teacher or something, she goes, "Hold on." She goes, "She goes." I used to teach this little girl. Blah blah blah. blah. She goes, "What do we owe on it?" And he goes, "We owe six. And she goes, "How about you give us six grand?" <laughs> and you can see like the husband's face was like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, like. So, like, we got a great deal, and we didn't have to negotiate anything like the wife right. did because it was one of her old teachers, and she's like, yeah. what do we owe on it? He goes, we got awesome. like six on it. We'll awesome. take six for it, you know, and so we got yeah. a hell of a deal on the Scion, and uh, and it was so funny because he was, he, he was like, like, what the hell just happened? Like, like oh, yeah. I was supposed to negotiate with this guy, not with you, you know? Like, <laughs> and what? so we're like, are you yeah. sure? And she, and she was like, absolutely, you know, blah, 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 you know, once again, we know you, we know who it's going to, I'll get to see that car every day at school, you know, and blah, 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 she had that all the way, like, through college and all that, until she bought this car a couple of years ago, she had it all the way, for, she had it for a while, Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it was one of those things, like, once again, in the South, you know, stuff like that, you know, hey, what do we owe one at six, ah, oh, we'll take six for it, you know, <laughs> I'm just like well, the, the funniest thing was is the guy's face because he wasn't yeah. he, he he didn't care, but the initial thought his initial look was like what like why are you negotiating this right it was hilarious. But yeah. she was like yeah you know we know you and we'll see the car I get to see the car at school we know who's gonna get it and all that so like we got it for six grand it was awesome. Yeah, I uh, I went and looked. You know, I've I've off and on went through the motorcycle phase and. Oh, see, I, I love motorcycles. To, uh, I'm terrified of them, but I'll well, talk about that later. Yeah, you go ahead and tell yeah. your story. 
<clears throat> well, I think I'm probably phased out at this point in my life. I've seen too many things, but yeah, um, and lost friends actually. But um, but anyway, a buddy of mine went to look at a Goldwing one time. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> drove up, and you know there it was, and yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, drive it around, check it out. And <laughs> I didn't have a sign of a motorcycle license, <laughs> right. like nothing. This dude's yeah. like, go drive yeah. it around. Like, yeah. and I did. Oh, yeah. Don't get me sure. wrong. I did. Sure. But I'm like, man, if, if only he knew, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he I probably got nothing. Know. Yeah. No, I get it. I have been on one motorcycle in my life, and I was probably 12, 13, somewhere in there. I don't know, 10, 10, 13, somewhere in that Never age. Never had dirt bikes or... Nope. Oh, no, really? no, no, no. I grew up in the suburbia, you know. Now, I had... I would, my, a bunch of my friends had... Families had ranches, and they had dirt bikes. And all, but once again, this happened when I was like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. My uncle got a brand new Harley. Yeah. And he came over and wanted to take me on a ride for it. And it, he literally had like just gotten up the day before, you know. Yeah. And come over to show my dad, and and um, so I just go for a ride. And I was like, okay. He wasn't really my uncle, um, but he was like my dad's best friend, so I always call him uncle, right? Yeah, yeah sure. And uh, anyway, so like he's like, I hey, jump on real quick. And I was like, oh hell yeah, you know, uh, right? <laughs> you know, and he laid it down, and everything was fine. The bike wasn't not hurt. We weren't hurt, but I was scared to death. And the first time you're running a, a motorcycle and he lays it down, right? And it's like, wow. so ever since then, I've been just terrified of motorcycles. Now, I love them. As a matter of fact, like, I would love to own, like, my favorite motorcycles are Indian Scouts. I think the Indian Scout is a gorgeous little cruiser oh, yeah. bike, right? And uh, now I should say this. I've ridden mopeds, but I mean, what the hell can you do with a moped, right? Right. I don't consider a moped a bike. So, um, anyway, I so I, I would love to own an Indian scout one day. I don't know that I'd ever drive it, <laughs> you know, right. um, right. or ride it, I should say. Um, uh-huh. and maybe one day I do get over that fear, but absolutely. Yeah. I love motorcycles, well, but I am absolutely terrified of them. So with me, it's not, I don't have a fear of me or anything. It's just, I've. I've known, I can think of three right off the top of my head that these people, they live to ride motorcycles, yeah, right? So yeah. they weren't like me. They weren't the weekend warrior. Mm-hmm. Let's go out every now and then. The cruise guy, they they literally grew up, were in clubs, lived yeah. to ride bikes, sure, right? Yeah. And some other moron is the reason yeah. they're lower on this planet. You know what I mean? And, that's and, if, and, if, a, and if a seasoned veteran biker, right? gets creamed by somebody Someone's what are the odds wrong. what are the yeah. odds i'm gonna get creamed by somebody yeah. and that's no, my thing yeah. it's like mm-hmm. and, and I, it's always coming like i said i can think of three right off the top of my head and it's always coming in phases where that would happen right and, and, and being, you were a volunteer a firefighter years, so you probably oh, see some yeah, crashes yeah, yeah. yeah two two of the three that i'm talking about plus some other stuff but two of the three i'm talking about yeah i was one of the ones that responded and one of them was absolutely gruesome yeah um and that's the one that that's the one that broke me that's the final one that broke me i actually went to school with it was a man and his woman and they were coming back from a christian biker retreat right and so they had split up and they were headed home they weren't but like four miles from the house oh wow uh, and you know they were almost home 
And like I said, seasoned bikers. These people rode bikes as long as I can remember. Yeah. They were they were biker people, right? And um, she survived. He he didn't. Uh, but I've, I spent the night over at her house. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I yeah. went to school with her son. Yeah. Um, and so that that messed me up to the point like I'm done. Like I, I they're, I'm yeah. like you. I mean, they're they're beautiful. They're cool. And I may I may ride one occasionally on a closed track, or I'll you know ride right. a dirt bike around somewhere or something. I, I'm cool with that. But um, yeah, 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 down the highway with other people. No. Uh-uh. And but that's that it was always a cycle up until that one, right? Yeah. That you know something would happen. And you're like, and it would you would chill, for, especially when you've got kids in the house, right? And yeah. you would just chill for a little bit, and then you know you would kind of get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not a big deal. I'd start looking at other bikes. I looked at multiple bikes and almost bought a motorcycle multiple, multiple times, and it never fails that something else would happen, and something yeah. else would happen, and so and when that happened. I, even right now, no kids in the house, right? <laughs> My yeah. wife and I can get on it and cruise and whatever. Um, yeah. I'm like, I got no interest. I, like that broke me. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I I love the Indian Scout. You know, love the Indian Scout. There's a bike that I think is beautiful. I don't remember the year, and I, I, I might even be wrong on the model. But there was like a maybe early seventies BMW, like R ninety or R something. It was R seventy five, R ninety. So it was a, it was an early seventies BMW bike, and our neighbor had one, and it was gorgeous, gorgeous, just a beautiful bike. One day, like I said, you know, either that or the Indian Scout. But my daughter, my daughter loves motorcycles, but she likes the crotch rock. She likes like the the. Uh-huh. Kawasaki's like the freaking crotch rockets, right? Yeah, I don't know why. She, yeah, stuff, she's yeah. like five foot one, a hundred pounds. You know, and I don't understand, but she she wanted to buy a motorcycle one time, and I was like, "You're out of your damn mind! Like, you're right. out of your damn mind!" Mm-hmm. And I said, "You're not even you're not even able to hold that damn thing up," you know, and, and right. uh, just joking with her. But you know, she, she I bet you she'll have one. Uh, in her life, I'll guarantee it eventually. The thing I've, I've rode a lot of bikes, and 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 I love the I love the crotch rockets, yeah, um, because they're fast mainly. Yeah, that's um, what she likes about them. But she got that for me. So, she likes speed. <laughs> they're so uncomfortable. The people that that yeah. daily drive those, like I don't know how they got oh, it back. Yeah. I don't know how they yeah, got it back. Either. I don't understand it. Um, like, I don't. I don't want like a cruiser. Like I, I don't want one a cruiser, but like a Scout or. You know, some of those that are kind well, of I like, want, I, I want something that I can ride and have fun, but, you know, I don't want, like, the highway cruiser one either, you know, so, if I ever got one. So, look it up one time. Look up a uh, look up a Yamaha uh, Midnight Virago, or Virago Midnight Special, maybe, is what they call oh, it, right? Here, let, me, let me get on here. Let me just um, real quick. I looked so at what one is of it those, a uh, Yamaha uh, Virago. And specifically, it's it's usually called the Midnight Special or the Midnight Virago. Um, Midnight Special. But those are... Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's yeah, beautiful. aren't they? I mean, they're old. I mean, you're talking like early 80s or something. And that kind of reminds me of like the Scout style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I looked at one. I looked at one one time um, that I almost bought. That I almost oh, yeah. buy. And yeah, that's that's always been like if I was going to get one, like I, I don't know, the new stuff I don't care much about or whatever... <laughs> Yeah. But there's just something about the the styling on that one and everything. Yeah, yeah uh, it's cool it's kind of like a Harley, but then you got the you know it's Yamaha, so it's gonna freaking run forever. 
not rattle bolts loose. Yamaha, seriously. <laughs> so we talked about this before, like the Chevy 350. Like people, you can say what you want about Chevy. There's a lot to be said about Chevy, but that Chevy 350 very well could be like the greatest all-around engine ever built. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with Yamaha small engines. Oh, especially Honda like, though, too, man. You can't Yamaha. Yeah, Honda, ja- I'll say I'll say the Japanese, but you know, like yeah. My, yeah. my my more of my experiences with Yamaha, but mm-hmm. like the Japanese, even with the Toyotas and all that, like. They they have it figured out. Like their engines are just so good. Like Especially never small do, engine, just right? regular maintenance on them yeah, will yeah. last forever. That's the thing about and I think it maybe it's just because of their, their government and their culture and a lot of other things. But they, see they don't they don't have these V8s over there. That's they what have I'm small saying. Cars, so they've like, through that small think, engine. Yeah. You think American muscle car. You think mm-hmm. huge bore horsepower, mm-hmm. you know, all this then you think you think about the Japanese stuff and for small engines, they made some badass stuff. Oh yeah. And still do for small engines. And they can still they can get the most yeah. out of a small out engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Whether definitely. it's turbo or whatever, like they they can they figure out a way to take this small engine and still get in crazy amount of power if they wanted to, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of it's kind of cool, but yeah, those. Yeah, I just I I, I probably never will own one, but uh, I'm never going to say never. You never know. I don't. I don't see. I, like I said, I've got other cars that I want to get now mm-hmm. that that will take precedent over. You know, yeah, I'm like pretty you sure. You get a motorcycle for yeah. fifteen, twenty grand. Well, I can get two well, cars, two, you know, two cars, if, like older cars that I can have fun with and and, and mess with for twenty grand. You know. Well, and you know, I'm I'm never gonna say never, obviously, right? Yeah, but, uh, which is you know an oxymoron, but it's likely. But you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm at this point. I'm broken. It's like it's, yeah. it's it's fun to wish and want. And I think yep. that just will forever be a wish and a won't. <laughs> you know, I was talking with my wife, and and she she knows that I love little roasters. Obviously, the Z4 is, is is a roadster. I love roasters. You know, I, I think it all goes back to that three that Porsche three five six. I just think that's the most beautiful car ever. Yeah. So I love yeah. the MGs. I love those Triumphs, though those those small convertibles. And uh, I think that I think that. I can see myself either a Triumph, like TR6, or an MG uh, Roadster. I can see myself get one of those this year, and and uh, you know for five six thousand dollars, and and just drive it on weekends with the top down and stuff, and have fun with it. I, I'd have more fun. It sounds bad. My old ass age. I feel like I'm old. I'm not, but you know. But I think that I'll have more fun with that than I would a motorcycle. I don't think that I would truly enjoy a motorcycle. Like, I'd be wasting money on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't ride it. If I ever did ride it, because I'm, I'm scared. But if I ever got over that fear, I still don't ever think that I would ride it enough. I can go get, you know, a little convert. I can go get a little Miata for $5,000 if I wanted to. Or, you know, but I would like a 70s MG or something like that. Triumph, spend five or six thousand dollars, spend maybe a couple thousand dollars, you know, fixing some stuff up. But I could enjoy that the hell out of that on a weekend. I'd drive that much more than I would a motorcycle, you know. Right. 
Right. I guess I love motor. I think they're beautiful. Uh, some of them. I, I'm not a big Harley guy. I really. I mean, there's some Harleys that are nice, but I'm not. I'm not a huge Harley guy. Oh, they're cool. Um, you know, and you know, it's 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 like American Muscle, you know, and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but everybody I know, as a matter of fact, I met a buddy in town. When was it? Monday. It was last month. Well, what is the date? No, it was this Monday. Um. And he had just bought, it was used, but he had just bought a Harley. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, we, we, uh, he wanted to show it to me. He was like, hey, uh, stop by. I'm here at the McDonald's. Stop by. And anyway, he just wanted to show it off. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, he's had a few. And, I mean, he, he says the same thing. All the people I know, long-time bikers and everything yeah. else, they're like, you better carry some wrenches and stuff with you if you're on a Harley because, you're gonna to have to tighten bolts and screws. Yeah, I've and heard like, that. I've heard got a to lot of constantly that. tighten stuff up with them. You know, it's like yeah. they're not bad or anything. It's not anything bad yeah. about them, but like, my gosh, they just there's so much vibration and everything that you know. Yeah. Um, that's just one of the things <laughs> you got to do. But Can't they, yeah. they, all of the, all of the backer backers that I know, right? They, uh, man, that's part of the enjoyment, I think, of it. I think probably, too. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, they like, you know, every time that they stop to get fuel or whatever, breaking out some wrenches and tinkering or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I guess there's, that's part of the appeal. You know my mechanical prowess, so uh, that would not be something that I would enjoy. So, um, or lack thereof, I should say. I, people that don't know me, I don't know shit about mechanics. I can, I can change the oil. I can change spark plugs i could probably put brakes on if i needed to um but when it starts coming about how things work together and like something down here is broken and that's not a big deal but it causes three different things down the line to not work right like i don't have a clue about any of that stuff i don't know how things work together so um now tightening stuff up that's eh, yeah it just doesn't sound like something that i probably do uh i, I found a video uh, and probably it's been two hours and probably get done with this but um so, yeah, by the way, thank you for coming on. I've had an interesting day, and it was nice to just relax. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. awesome. But I, I came across a video in, uh, on YouTube, and I don't watch motorcycle videos very often, hardly ever, unless they just happen to be something cool, like, you know, or something. Anyways, right. this video pops up in my feed. And obviously my car channel feed is all car stuff that pops up, you know, so um, on this channel, I should say we're on this channel now. So, but anyways, this pops up and it was like the, this cute little, you know, early twenties, mid twenties girl. And it was, I went to Sturgis by myself and I was like, wow, that's, that's dangerous. <laughs> you know, a good looking early twenties girl going to Sturgis by herself and I was like okay I gotta watch this right and obviously it turned out you know everyone was very welcoming and you know you, you hear horror stories about you know stories about Sturgis which is like the, the biggest motorcycle show in the world up in I think it's South Dakota and it's like it's a whole week thing and it's this huge thing but I mean there's some serious biker clubs up there that you know they're, they're gonna be drinking and having fun and they see a good looking girl and it could get a little rough and all that 
so she was nervous and, and all of that, but she had a great time, this whole thing. But it was kind of what you're talking about is like every time that she stopped, like she was, I think she, she's from Georgia maybe. So she rode all the way from like Georgia all the way to South Dakota for Sturgis. And everywhere she stopped, you know, she's on a bike. And so people are like looking at this good looking girl on a bike, but all of it was basically, hey, you heading to Sturgis? I'm like, yeah, so why don't you ride with us for a little bit? You know, she's like, oh, yeah, I, mean, I can do that. You know, just so she'd have someone there and they're like looking at her bike. And, and I, I think it's a, it's kind of like a car thing, I guess. Like, you know, people just want to see. Oh, yeah. What do you have? And, and oh, man, you know, a buddy of mine has that. Did you do this to it? Oh, yeah, I did that. And, you know, what kind of upgrades have you done? And all that? And it's just it's, it's, it's the same thing. Um, but they have like their own little biker language and they oh, have their yeah. own biker like little things that they do and rituals and all of that. And. Oh, yeah. Not being a biker, it was kind of interesting to see that kind of world and, and see, okay, well, you know, car people and gun people and whatever your hobby is in life, you know, we all have our little things and it's, it's That's right. you know, it, it was just kind of cool. And, and so she like GoPro the whole thing. It was like an hour long video that she, you know, time lapse and all that. Wow. But wow. It was kind of an awesome thing to see this whole trip to Sturgis and all that and. You know, she would ride for about an hour with some people, and she met up with this other girl, like in Ohio or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And girl and her boyfriend, and well, his, there's like four of them, and she was a girl, but she was riding, not not with him, but she on her on her own bike. And so they were filling up. She was filling up gas, and this other girl was like, "Hey, you going to Sturgis?" She's like, "Yeah." She's, "Hey, you know, blah, 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 what's your name?" and so they started talking, so she rode with them for a while, and you know, it, it was just kind of a cool thing. Is like, you know, that's the great thing about America is like we can just get in our cars and go, man. Like, we can just go wherever the hell we want to, and, and meet up with people that have similar interests with us, and um, that's kind of what I love about like we're talking about doing the bullet run and stuff. But you know, I, I don't want to drive the shot because I want it's a, that's a long ass drive. I know you enjoy it, <laughs> yeah. but I think one of the reasons why you do enjoy it is the drive. Like yeah, you get to see the country, you get to see cool things, and you get to meet people yeah. at truck stops. And yeah. that's that's part of the yeah. the cool thing about where we live is we're able to do that and, and just meet random people on the road and see mm-hmm. random things on the side of the road. And well, and and sometimes stop you don't in even Winslow and stand on the corner, you know. Right. Um, you know, sometimes you meet people and you don't even meet people. I mean, look at yeah. look at the ones we were running in the pack with coming back from South Carolina. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like we we did never we never didn't, saw their faces. Everyone had tinted windows. Know, never don't talked know to them. Who they were, but we were all um, literally an inch away from death for hours. Yeah, and <laughs> you know? it was one of those things where there was no communication, and it just worked like clockwork. It was, yeah. it was like yeah. we'd been driving together for a long time, and it was yeah. just one of the. It was a cool thing. Like that was yeah. a fun. It's that's not, one of the most fun I've ever had in a car. Honestly, you know. Yeah, it's not very often that you get, you know, you get people that don't know each other. Because you, you and that, I were that doing that together like that. for a while, and then we saw like the I don't know if it was like the Mercedes or the Audi, whatever came up first, yeah, and passed us and got the in front Mercedes. of us. But you and I were kind of going that way, and then he joined in, and then like the Audi jumped in, and their BMW like that, like five or six at one point. Yeah, like like you said, like we never we never saw any of them's faces because we all had tinted never, windows. Never, we never talk. We never get hand signals. It was just a, a magical 
two hours of just driving really fast. <laughs> right? Yeah. Making a really good time. Making really good time. Almost like we were cannonballing almost, you know? Almost, yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been a couple hours, and it's a Friday night. And uh, like I said, I, I, I have yeah, an interesting yes. day. I appreciate you to, coming on here and I'd always have fun talking cars. And Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. It kind of gets us away from our normal stuff that we're always talking about. But uh, I do want to give you time. Like I said, we both have – if you're out there listening to the podcast world, this is going to be on our podcast uh, channel. Uh, if you're out there listening and you're interested in the guns or might be interested in or just want to watch people shooting guns, we both, um, that's how we met, but that's how, uh, that's how we do our thing normally is through our that's gun channels. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. Uh, go check out his. This is Clover Tech. Uh, Clover, T-A-C, all one word, Clover Tech, and mine is Ghost Tactical. If you're interested in that, go check us out and see what you like. And um, if you decide to stick around and let us know that you found us through the car channel and uh, all of that stuff. Um, but I want to give you, but you've got a couple different projects. You've got your CloverTech cards coming. You've got a 3D printer on the way, which you're going to be doing some cool stuff with, but you have multiple podcasts. Um, go ahead and tell the audience out there that might be listening in the future what you're doing. I, you know, just got over on that CloverTech channel. Uh, you know, we're in the early 23 podcast season. You know, yep. folks are into the, you know, the Firearm 2A thing. Uh, car channels on hold pretty much until then. I mean, there might be something pop up. Now they've canceled Showcase and some other things. Right. There might be something that pops right. up uh, one week. Just a, uh, what do they call that? A uh, sporadic thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 3D printer, I mean, after, you know, you bringing that up after this chat, uh, now I'm thinking with, you know, playing around with that Mustang. Oh, what can I, I didn't what think about can that. I, what could you do? What can I 3D print for the Mustang? Or what can you I do wonder. for, what can you do for the Kia? <laughs> can you figure out a, a cell phone or mount? Even or even your uh, Beamer for that Or matter. my Beamer. <laughs> like, what kind of mounts can we right? figure out? All sorts of stuff. Who knows yeah. what kind of neat things. If we I get like an old do. MG, I could use all sorts of cool mounts on that thing. Right. So yeah, that could no be kid. fun. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, didn't think about the the vehicle aspect no, of three D printing, either, right? Really. But uh, you know, we're talking about lightsabers earlier. That's kind of yeah. Cool. We were talking about all kinds of stuff, but never considered, you know, some type. We're of both Star Wars vehicle. nerds, by the way, yeah. folks. Sorry, <laughs> that's not like a, an ugly secret. I think a lot of people are Star Wars nerds, so I think so. Yeah. 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 If they want to go check, uh, you know, the best way is probably clovertech.com. That'll when probably get you to. When it's working, well, this is true. He's had some server issues. I think you're moving, sir, removing hosting site. I'm but, waiting uh, on the domain to transfer as we speak. So they say 24 to 48 hours. Okay. So and, maybe by the end of the And I've already days. got, I've already got something built and waiting. It's not up to snuff 100%. But it's but something. It's, it's yeah. Waiting for the domain transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, good. So go check out clovertech.com. Like I said, he's got uh, the gun channel. He's got a, 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 a trading card, uh, sports card, whatever you want to call them. Maybe, card, maybe, a, maybe a 3D printing channel. And maybe a 3D printing <laughs> channel. If you are, um, and I don't want to say this, um, if you're looking to get into the YouTube game, um, he has a channel called GunTuber Academy. Now, it is focused more on on the gun side of YouTube and, and, and maneuvering through the weird swampy waters that is the the firearms industry on YouTube. 
Um, but there's still a lot of great information on starting up a channel and how to get, and get wrong with any kind of channel. Um, it is focused on gun stuff, but there's a lot of awesome old podcasts. He, he used to have a podcast that was my favorite podcast. It was Thursday nights, late night. And it was all about the nerd tech side of, of channels and SEO and websites and all that. So there's a lot of great information over on the GunTuber Academy. So if you're looking to, you're starting out in YouTube, Go check out that channel because even though it's more tailored towards gun stuff, there's a lot of great information on thumbnails and, and banners and, and tags and titles and all that stuff. It, it, it goes across all niches on YouTube, so go check that out as well. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, I had fun. Um, I don't yep. know how often I'm going to do this, but, um, you know, I, I actually I, – we had the one that we did a week or two ago. I put it up on my podcast with my – Armed Citizen podcast and Jarhead pop up there on Podbean and just threw yeah. it up there to see how it went. And in the, in the last since we uploaded it is is doubled by is by far the most listened and downloaded podcast that's, on the channel cool. in, in that in that time frame. Yeah, like it's, it's gonna doubled, be it's double or tripled the second place one. So you know kind of something something worth mentioning, and I mean it will pop up on your your podcast channel as well as mine is the ghost and clover coming oh yeah absolutely so next sunday it's gonna be it's portions of it may be similar to what we talked about tonight <laughs> yeah stuff i mean you so, never know so clover and i have been really good friends since 2017 and we both have our own channels we both have our own podcast but we're frequent on each other's podcasts and channels and all of that and we started this thing years ago called the ghost and clover podcast just for fun just just us just shooting the shit uh and not necessarily talking about guns just whatever we wanted to talk about and we've always talked about we should do this is a thing you know and five six years later we've actually done we've, we've secured sponsorships for it um so it actually launches the first official ghost and clover podcast um it's what starts the Next Sunday, not this coming Sunday, but the next Sunday um, at eight eight p.m. Central. And uh, to start, I know to start out, it will be on my channel, on his channel, and we do have a channel called Ghost and Clover. Yeah. Um, and what will happen is we'll, we'll we'll do the live podcast on all the channels, and as soon as it's over, we'll take them off of our personal ones, and they'll be archived on the ghost and clover channel, but obviously it'll go to his podcast platform and my podcast platform. So audio fun. But the cool thing about this is when we talk guns, sure. That's kind of, we're we're gun guys. Um, That's kind of the the, the overall passion of this, but we both like music. We both like cars, we both like food. We both like whatever. But the the cool thing about the podcast is, is we're doing a a fun, a fun platform where each of us are going to bring a topic. And we're going to have 15 minutes to talk on that topic, but we're not going to tell the other what that topic is. So he'll talk about his topic, and we have 15 minutes to discuss it, but I won't know what it is until um, live. About it. <laughs> yeah. And then, right. then after that, we'll do a sponsor break, and then I'll do my topic, which he won't know what it is until yeah. I talk about it. And we'll have another sponsor break, and then we're going to have um, a random topic that the audience, the live audience will get to choose live. Yeah. And we'll have about 10 minutes to talk about that. So it'll be, it'll be fun. Well, then our topics can't be the same. So whoever this starts the show, whoever has the second, uh, so if topic, he talks about food, then I can't talk about food. Yep. I have exactly. to talk about 
cars exactly. or music or movies or so you're guaranteed whatever. at least one section without guns i guess this is true i guarantee it <laughs> and, 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 and to be honest with it you know it yeah, could be all like, three but yeah yeah because we 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 both love guns and but we talk guns on our normal other podcasts all the time and i think yeah. that's why we both enjoy this is it's going to give us a talk about other interests that we have in our lives and i have a feeling bro i'm just saying I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of 3D printing talk because by the time next Sunday rolls around, you'll have your 3D printer. I'm sure you've at least messed around with it by then. Maybe a little bit. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not in a big rush. It's been three years or what? what is it? I don't even know. Maybe longer than that. I've been talking yeah. about getting one, you know, yeah. so yeah. I'm not in a big hurry. Um, you know, we talked about it kind of, you know, on the phone earlier with that, but you know, I'm not necessarily in a big hurry. I am excited about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, I want to, I want to make sure I've got a good space set up to be able to do it. And you know, I, yes, I guess wanna, it does take a while to get it set up and like you, you know, said, get calibrated buddy, and balanced and yeah, everything else. My buddy that my buddy that helped me, you know, put the put everything together because at this point I know nearly zero about it. <laughs> you know, um, about one percent more than I do. <laughs> yeah, I know zero, and it's still one percent more than you probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But, um, you know, he helped me do that, and he's like, oh, man, you know, when I got my first one, I set it up on the kitchen table, and better, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to have a – I'm just that way, right? When it was – I was setting up a reloading stuff. It's the same way. I had to have the workbenches from that, that stuff, and I had yeah. – you know, so I you want a little area. workspace and everything. I else. want it all there. That way I don't have the hassle of having to jack with things or something get messed up or having to yeah. move something. It's all there. It's all ready to go. And so that may take, even though it's supposed to come in next week, I mean, that may take a week or so before I can get everything set up. But um, yeah. I can assure you, um, once it's all set up, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be printing something pretty quick. It, no telling what it's liable to be. It may be a, who knows, a, a, a sculpture of a duck or something, for all <laughs> I know. But it, we'll, we'll print something. We'll find something to try to print on it for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff we were talking about earlier today on the phone about the the possibilities are just literally what you can imagine. You know, like yeah. whatever you can think of, you know, yeah. you can probably do it. You know, probably to a certain extent yeah. and certain yeah. size. You know, but, but yeah. I wasn't even. Yeah, again, I wasn't even thinking about automotive. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be getting on. I probably won't sleep tonight. I'll have to get on and look up. 3D plans for automotive you, parts. Now here's here's some for you. I'm sure there's stuff out there. I'm sure. Oh, there I guarantee. I bet you there's some cool stuff out there too. But here's okay. something that you know you and I are kind of phone nerds a little bit too. You could probably create some pretty cool phone cases. It's true. Possibly. You know, yeah. um, or mounts for cameras, or all mm-hmm. sorts of cool different things. You know, mm-hmm. all all sorts of stuff. But yeah, I bet you there's a whole. I bet you you get into the car forums. I bet you there's a whole bunch of cool stuff that we never even thought about for three D printing for cars. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get out of here. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, like I said, if you're out there and you're enjoying the podcast, let us know. Leave us a comment. Let us know if you're enjoying this podcast. I don't know if this is going to be a, a regular thing. I'm having fun with it, but uh, it's kind of one of those things that get my mind off a lot of stuff sometimes. Like talking cars, like talking guns, like talking music, all that stuff. Check it out. Leave us a comment. If you like it, go ahead and, and give us a good rating or whatever on the podcast platform you're listening to. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like it, check out all of our other podcasts and our other media content. 
If you're into firearms, go check out our YouTube channel, Ghost Tactical. And to check out all of our links, including our swag store, go see our website, ghosttactical.us. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And remember, drive fast or get out of the way.